What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I've spent the past 24 hours trying to come up with a nickname as cool as Punkasaurus for her. <laughs> the one and only Teresasaurus. Oh, my gosh. Hello, everyone. How is everyone <laughs> doing? And I love it. Teresa Soros. Teresa Soros. That is a name. That's a nickname that you would own. Or just let's just make it simple. T-Rex. Um, <laughs> someone's <laughs> been thinking about this. <laughs> Who has a pet name for their mom? I don't know. What do you call your mom? Mom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I call, I my, even... I call my, my mommy or maminko. Nope. But well, that's nope. the Czech version. Imagine if I called my mom mommy. Well, that's that's not Czech. I mean, that's not English. It sure is, mommy. Is it people? Mommy. Call- it's what a child calls their mother. Really? Mommy. Mommy is a M O M M Y. No, M A M I. I know. I'm not speaking Czech. Oh. I'm just saying some people. Oh, really, ma- you, mommy. Yeah. Oh. What did you think I said? Uh, mommy, like I'm saying. Mamasaurus sometimes, but. That was very weird for me, Mike. <laughs> Mike, that was... Mike has now successfully made me uncomfortable every time he's appeared this season. Whether it's him with a personality, him with a pet name for his mom. I mean, he's the only child. My mother calls me a bunny. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird. Doesn't make any sense. Any sense. Doesn't it's because when sense. I was a kid, I had a bunny. Doesn't make any sense. So call the bunny bunny. Why call you bunny? I don't know because bunnies are cute. My mom thinks I'm cute still. Hmm. Interesting. Thirty years later, I'm still cute. Anyways. Well. Anyways. You are a bunny too now. Now apparently, by association, your mom now. Yeah. Now calls me bunny. When she texts me, she's like, "What are you bunnies up to?" Weird. Very weird. <laughs> How do you say bunny in Czech? Karate Czech. So I'm not even a bunny. I'm a crawly chick. <laughs> you are a well, I don't even know chick. if that's worse or better. It's, I think you like you like chick, so I feel like it's better for you. Hmm. Interesting. You are a crawly chick. Okay. For my mom. Let's move on. Let's okay. move on. Let's do the housekeeping. Let's get it out of the way. Let's clean the house. Let's clean house. First thing, if you guys have listened to this podcast, you know, we're going to ask you to follow us on Instagram. We do it every time, but... That's how important it is to us. We want you to be a part of this with us. Exactly. And the best way for you to do that is to follow us at 90 Day Crazy Love on Instagram. It's where you can talk to us. You can message us. You can see our memes. You can watch our Sunday Night Lives. You can join our Sunday Night Lives. You can join our Sunday Night Lives. Meaning when we're alive, you can message us and we usually respond. We always talk to you guys. You're in the chat. You're in the chat on the Sunday Night Live. Let's not talk too much about Sunday Night Live because, unfortunately, I don't think we can do it this Sunday. And um, next Sunday. Okay. One week at a time. One <laughs> week at a time. But we are traveling for work and then for pleasure mm-hmm. and just the dates, the times. It's maybe not going to work out. So we just want to put that out there now. Probably not going to go live yeah. this Sunday. We will be releasing the podcast as usually, guys. Yes. So not, yes. there are no changes in the podcast. Nobody freak out. Everyone calm down. Take it easy, guys. Everybody calm take, down. Take it easy. Calm down. Sir, sir, calm down. <laughs> Stop looking for another 90-day podcast. Calm down. No, we'll It'll, be fine. Monday, the OG, or happily ever after. Yeah. And then Thursday, throwback Thursday. Absolutely. We have our 
Nicole, Nicole and Aslan. Aslan. So no changes. Everybody we might have to do down. a make of life. Yeah. Like Stay a different, tuned. we'll but, pop in a different day. But a but great reason for you to follow us at 90 exactly. Day Crazy in Love. So you'll see if we do go live, mm -hmm. when we go live, you'll be notified. So that's that, at 90 Day Crazy in Love on Instagram. The other thing we ask is that you subscribe to the podcast. Super easy to do. It is super helpful for us. It's a way for us to get noticed and for our podcast to rise in the ranks. So if you could subscribe, that would be awesome. All you have to do is Smash that subscribe button. Hey, guys. You know you know what I always say? What do I always say? I wish you could say with me because I know say, you know it. Tap it like it's hot. Tap. Wait. You, you, you don't what know. What do you say? L Let press, the master perform. Press the subscribe button. Let the master perform. Is it click? Is it click to subscribe? What do you say? How do you... How you do ready? you fire people up so that they ready? subscribe to this podcast? Are you ready? Smash it like it's hot. Oh, that's it. Smash it <laughs> like it's hot. Yeah, smash it like it's hot. Subscribe to this podcast, and then you will always be the first to know when we drop a podcast. Okay, and one final thing. If you haven't, if you could take a few seconds and either rate or review the podcast, wherever you're listening, preferably on Apple Podcasts, that's the best for us. If you could take a little bit of your time, it means the world to us, and just leave us a quick review. Yeah, it means a lot, and we love reading it, and you really are helping this pod, guys. We love reading it so much. I'm going to read one right now. Do it. Uh, we, got a super, Do it. we got a super sweet review the other day, and I'm going to read it right now. Read it right now. This one comes from Alexi NG. Mm, hello. Dropping five stars on the podcast. Nice. Giving us a A++++, giving an, a nice what? grade, a very nice grade. It's beautiful. Thank you, Lexi. Yeah, if we were going to podcast college, those grades would get us into Yale. Literally. Yeah. We would be. Hello, Yale. Yeah. Oh, hello, hello, Harvard. Okay, Princeton, we got choices. Who cares about Yale? Hello, <laughs> podcast Harvard. We got choices with an A++++, okay? <laughs> so Lexi says, best 90-day podcast out there. Lexi. Lexi, come on. Yeah. I mean, that's very nice of you You should see say. my pale face just <laughs> got some color. Yeah, you're looking. Did you get sunburn or is that just... I, uh, it's the bl it's, I'm just blushing. blushing. Being a I have... My back is sunburned, but you know. Okay, let's stick to what Lexi <laughs> has to say. <laughs> Best 90-day podcast out there. Thank you. One of my favorite podcasts overall. What? Overall. Lexi, this that is too nice. Reviews like this always make me speechless because once again, who listens to us? And makes me nervous because I'm like, we better live up to this. We got to live up to this. So Lexi says, I look forward to the new episodes of the podcast even more than I do the show itself. Okay. Lexi. Okay, Lexi. All right, I see you, Lexi. She says, keep up the great work, John and Teresa, and then drops a dog emoji. <gasps> Okay. Does it mean she would love to receive a dog <laughs> in a package? So. She didn't finish the equation. Lexi, we're not going to hold it against you because that was a marvelous beautiful, review. Beautiful review. Drops a dog emoji. That means she would love to receive a dog in a package. <laughs> I think so. I get it. I, I think so. I love it, Lexi. I'm telling you guys, I said it last time. For me, it would be either a seal or a dog. Which is almost the same thing. Seals are the puppies of the ocean. Absolutely. Couldn't right? have said it better myself. I, did you say what you would love? 
in a package? I think Did you tell pu- us? A puppy. You said a puppy? I think it said a puppy. What about a seal? Sure. Well, you've already got the seal covered. Oh, okay. Puppy, gotcha. And together we got our favorite animals. True. But it's not about us right now. It's about Lexi. Love so it. Thank you, Lexi and G. Super sweet. Thank that, you so much. Reading that review, honestly, it it does, it means everything. It means everything. It keeps us going. Reviews keep us going, guys. Mm. So thank you for filling the tank with that one, Lexi. All thank right. you, Thank you so much, Lexi. And if you guys want to leave a review and you, you're not sure what to say or you don't have an animal <laughs> that you want to abuse by mailing it. What are you talking about? Just say, hello. Hello. Just drop us a hello. And if you want an emoji, and that would be, that's all. That's all we need to keep going. Right? Very right. true. Okay. Shall we do it? Shall we do a little 90 day, by the way? Let's do it. One of my favorite okay. segments right after <laughs> Outfits, the okay. segment. Number one. <laughs> by the way. I'm going to go back to by the way. Do it. Okay. By do the it. way. By the way. Motorcycle mechanic. Private investigator, the general manager at a Joella's Hot Chicken, and now the proud owner of F213 Studios. Okay. Rebecca and Ziad. Rebecca and Ziad. They have started their own photography business. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Yes. Did you say a motorcycle mechanic? Rebecca was a motorcycle mechanic. I can totally see that. I'm not talking about Ronald. We'll talk about Ronald later. But yeah. yes, Rebecca as well, a motorcycle mechanic. So, a motorcycle mechanic. I was just listing all the jobs she had. I know. I'm just a okay. PI. Yeah. A chicken manager. Manages the chickens. And now, a photographer. Absolutely. A photographer now. Absolutely. Interesting resume. Yeah. yeah. Tell She's, us more. She started her own business with Zied. She is the photographer for now. She is going to have Zied be her assistant until he learns the mm. ropes, until he learns his way around a camera. But I like this because most 90-day cast, they end up on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. Shout out to OnlyFans. Okay. <laughs> Rebecca and Zied, they're going to stay behind the camera and make their money. And so apparently I did my research a little bit. Rebecca has been doing photography for like 15 years. Okay. I don't think professionally, but probably as a mm-hmm. hobby, something she likes to do. They don't have a portfolio up yet, which would be the first thing I would put up if I was going to try oh, to for sure. do this for for work. It's coming. But I guess if you're a reality star, you're probably going to get booked no matter what. So limited time only, guys, LTO. You can book a session for just $75. Just $75 gets you a photo session with Rebecca and Zia. How long? How many photos? Edited, not edited? I don't know. You're asking all the right questions. I don't have those answers. Mm. I don't know that Rebecca and Zia do either. But according to their Instagram, they don't have a website yet, no portfolio, but they have an Instagram at F213studios. They specialize in all types of photography. Lifestyle photography, mm-hmm. food photography, mm. pet photography, everything. So I think this this gets tricky because I know some photographers, I know food photographers, mm-hmm. I know wedding photogra- photographers, lush yeah. lifestyle, very different things. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Very it's, different things. It's different very, skill sets, different specialties, exactly. different equipment probably needed, different lenses. Yeah, you... 
you learn different lighting and all that. Yeah. But this they're, is they're, they're tricky. Gonna do, they're going to do it all for I a low price that. of $75. I see that. Maybe they could start taking photos for other 90-day cast members, OnlyFans. Maybe that's an angle for them. Mm-hmm. That could because they have the connections. Oh, you need a photographer, Molly? <laughs> Molly, I'm in Georgia. You need a photographer. Angela, you want to show off what you... What your, your perky, perky, hey, you perky, show perky off what boobies? You, your, your perky and what you're working with? Let me snap a couple shots. That's just a free piece of advice for you guys. Maybe to explore <laughs> that area because you've got everything else covered. Well, I will need to see the portfolio first. You can see a couple photos at F213 Studios, but I will say, forget say cheese anything ziad says will have me smiling oh it will yeah probably be the best oh yeah photo i've ever taken so good luck to them for sure good luck to them check them out at f213 studios that is by the way number one love it okay. i'll check it out check it out by the way number two mm-hmm. for someone who said they didn't want to be involved with 90 day fiance Stephanie sure likes talking about 90 Day Fiance. Stephanie, a.k.a. Shipanka? No, Ryan and Stephanie. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Harrison Stephanie. Oh. Okay, drunk Stephanie. <laughs> so coming off of two sofa talk with Stephs, she's now out with a third version of her tell-all. What? She's, she did an exclusive with In Touch Weekly. and Is it a video? It's a video. There's a video component, and then there's like an article that is it on IG. She promoted it on IG, but it's on In Touch Weekly's okay webpage. And this thing is bone dry. This thing was not juicy at all. Super bone dry. She was not dry. I'd say she she was right in that sweet spot of her drunkenness, where not as wasted as her first tell all. Not as sober as her second. Mm. She found her groove on this one. Okay. Properly lubricated. <laughs> and so basically the way this thing worked is questions appeared on screen, like art cards, mm-hmm. supers, and then she would just respond to the question. Okay. So nothing earth shattering was revealed, but I'll fill you in. Cause again, yeah, fill me in. Fill I, us in. I watched this so you guys don't have to. <laughs> so in the beginning, she goes on for several minutes about how she's still legally engaged to Ryan. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is no legal part to an engagement. Yeah. We're not lawyers, guys, but we have been engaged. Yeah. And I don't think it's a legal thing. I think we did it the right way. Like... You went down on your knee. You asked me something. I blacked out. Possibly <laughs> said yes because I ended up with a ring on my finger. Yes. And then that was that, but it was not yeah. legally when binding. When we talked to other people, that was they had a similar experience. Not legally binding. Yeah. And, okay, sure, we didn't do a K-1. And I guess in a way that is a contract. True. But as far as I know, if you apply for a K-1 and then you go, oh, I'm not really feeling this mm-hmm. anymore. You just write a letter to USCIS yeah, you can and they withdraw. withdraw. Yeah. yeah, it's withdrawn. And so I don't know if she did that. It doesn't seem like she has because she keeps going on and talking about how Ryan still has an upcoming interview in February for mm. his visa. So wait, wait, that's in suspicious. February of next year? Of 2022. So, okay, so that's a lie because USCIS would never give you 10 months in advance interview. She kept saying, oh, they were pushing it off. They kept pushing it off. No, there is no way. There's Honestly, I'm not a lawyer. I don't work for the USCIS. Ne- 
I know a lot of people who went through this. Never heard of anyone who had an interview notification for more than two months in advance. Yeah. I was like, what? They gave us three, four weeks in advance. Like, hey guys, your interview is on blah, 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 Maybe blah. Maybe a month or yeah. two. No one is going to give you no. a year, basically also, a year. If you don't want to be quote unquote legally engaged, just write a letter. Yeah. And drop the application. Literally. Pull his interview. Yeah. So then the next question is, well, will Ryan still be able to come to the U.S. on his visa and stay for 90 days? And Stephanie's like, oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't think so because he doesn't have the money to do it. Burn. What a burn. Mm. What a what a backhanded thing to say. Yeah. Right? And so then there's the follow-up question. Do you think he would try to do that? And Stephanie goes, well, the only reason he might is because he has two sisters who live in the U.S. Did we know that? I don't think we knew that. He's got a sister who lives in Florida and a sister who lives in California. Oh, hello, Florida. Hello. Everyone from the 90-day world is in Florida. <laughs> but Stephanie goes, I'm kind of worried he may try to go live with his sister in California. I don't think he can get through the interview without them actually being involved. Yeah. The, yeah. All of our answers were very strange. And so then the final question was, would you ever be interested in dating someone from the 90-day world? And she's just like, no, I had a terrible experience. I, I don't want to be dating anyone from 90-day fiance. Oh. So, womp womp. But so dry. It was very bone dry. Absolutely bone dry. And that's why I watched it. So you guys don't have to. Thank now you, you know. Now you know. Hopefully yeah, you there's didn't no even part tell four. me you were watching it. What was I doing? Working? Something more productive. With Probably working. Yeah. But let's just all cross our fingers together. Please no part four of this tell all. You've told us nothing. In three parts, you've told us nothing. Well, she just told us what she wanted to say. Like, we all saw her drunk on TV. So then her saying... Oh, I don't drink. I didn't drink on the TV show. It's like, yes, you did. We saw it. We literally saw it in every single scene. It's not like, oh, you had a glass with your dinner. You were drinking all the time. All the time. And again, when I'm on a vacation, I freaking drink. Yeah, no shade. Literally no shame. No shade. No shame in your game. No shame in More your game. More power to so you. So like, oh, not to. You just say, yeah, I was on a vacation. I was enjoying myself. No one would question it. Yeah. How are we supposed no to believe anything it. you say? When you yeah. lie to our face like that. Literally. Come on, Stephanie. Come on. All right. Enough by the ways. Enough by the ways. That's not why we are here. We are here to talk about Sunday night, 90 day fiance, happily ever, ever after, after question, question mark. mark. And what an episode. What an episode, Teresa. It was good. It, it was, was. It was good plus plus. I'm not going to say it was great. It was good plus plus. Because we're still at the beginning. This is part four. Yeah. So saying it was great, you would set yourself up for a failure in the future. I thought it was the best episode so far. It was. Out of four episodes, that that one was my favorite. It was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Here's my only only thing that I find somewhat strange. Okay. For the past few episodes, they've been going like... Two hours and nine minutes, two hours oh, and yeah. 12 minutes, right? Like, 
There was 12 minutes they could have cut out of this past episode, but they went two hours and 12 minutes. Why not make it just two hours like every episode was last season? Maybe you needed a certain amount of ads and the ads uh, pushed it farther. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think if anything, maybe Extreme Sisters, which is coming after it, doesn't have a full hour of content. Maybe, maybe they're not finding it there. Well, Extreme Sisters are new now. Well, they're not new, but they're new this season, it's, following it's, 90 Day because right. it used to be Sister Wives. And I do not watch it, guys, so I no. don't know anything. But I've seen some drama on social media, so maybe that's why. No, that, I think that... Or the season ended? Yeah, that season okay. came to an end. Sister Extreme Sisters started. And my only thought is, oh, there's just not enough Extreme Sisters to fill their time slot, so they're letting 90 Day go long. Mm -hmm. Because, listen, as much as I like this episode, didn't need to go an extra 12 minutes, could have stopped at two hours, I would have been fine. Yeah, but also, the more the better. Isn't that what they say? They also say the more the merrier. But that's just what I've heard. Yes. That's just what I've heard. (laughs) Yes. Oh, they say the bigger the better, but that's for like the 600-pound sisters. They say that? The bigger the better? Is that their tagline? No, but that's what I say. Oh. I'm trying to describe 90 day. But when I said the bigger, the better, mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. No. When it comes to 600 pound sisters. Well, that does. Right. Another show we've not watched. No, but I always see the ads. Maybe so. if 90 day fiance stops coming out with spinoffs, we'll have time to watch a show that doesn't start with 90 day. I mean, do you want it? No, no, I'm fully invested in the 90 day franchise. You know, and you tell me, and this is a side note, is there a show in America that's called like Wife Exchange? Wife Swap? Yes. Yeah, I used to watch that show. All right, so it's in Czech and I watched it on my phone when I was at the gym today mm-hmm. and it's wild. Wait, why were you watching a Czech Wife Swap show? Because I'm on a treadmill, there is no reception, I needed something on YouTube because apparently YouTube is the only thing that works in our gym. You know we have Discovery Plus, You could so much you could watch. It doesn't work. Hmm. It gets like but literally... for some reason, check wife swap. The little thing gets like, it says loading, loading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't so, need a buffer, check wife swap. That thing just comes... I oh. was, that was the first time I watched a check reality show after a long, long time. Mm, I'd love to see that. And it was out of control. Just like hearing the language and seeing the drama, I was like, stop it. Wow. Yeah. Stop it. Wow. Okay. Enough about that. Let's talk about the number let's one reality number show. One. Let's talk about the number one reality show. Let's talk, about, let's talk about 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. Question mark. Okay. Question mark. Shall we start with Kalani and Asuelu? We shall. Let's do it. Okay. Kalani. Oh, sweet, sweet Kalani. She, she's ditched Asuelu. She's going furniture shopping with Sister Colini. Mm-hmm. They're they're heading to Passport Wholesale Furnishings, which is basically just a home goods on steroids. Well, it reminded me of the store we went to here in Florida. At home? Yes. A little bit of an at-home vibe. Yes. Yeah, it's like a warehouse for, yeah. for furniture, for art, for decor, accessories, mm-hmm. right? Great. Wonderful. But who buys furniture or art for a home that they don't have yet. True. This was the whole premise of, oh, we're going to go shopping for furniture for your new home. Well, this that is like one the inspiration you haven't bought yet. search, you know? Okay. You have 
Colini trying to talk you out of mm. getting a new place. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go look for furniture for a place you don't have? Just, you know, to get some inspiration and to get the content. It, yeah. Just to get out of the house. Get out of the house. Leave us away, though. Sister time. Sisters. Sisters. Okay. Did you see that Kalani broke a bench? Let's not even get there yet. I want to do, if I can, I know it's yours, Small Outfits the Segment. Oh, yeah. A small Outfits the Segment, if all right, we may. All right. Can I, can I kick it off? <laughs> okay. I was trying to do it, but go for it. Okay, you kick it no, off. No, I want you to kick okay, it off. I'm I want to see what you're thinking. I mean, Colleeny and Utah, no shame. Colleeny. Her the, boobs are her the, belly out. With like a black bra, like a lace up, like a lace up top. It wasn't lace up. It was all like stringy. Tingly, stringy. Showing the yeah, people. Yeah, she was probably like, well, I have my California outfits, but I mean, who cares? Yeah. Utah. Yeah, YOLO. She just rolled with Giving it. Giving the people what they want. Oh, Giving. yeah. And then Kalani with like, her shirt was like uh, like the wallpaper from a bar in Miami. From a tiki bar. Yeah, I had like a tiki yes. bar. Like, okay, all right. I've yes. been to that bar, Kalani. You know I've been there. I literally almost bought a dress with a similar pattern from Zara, but then I was like, that's too green and too bold. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my classic black. Mm-hmm. But I did look at it and it looked awesome on the model. It looked good on Kalani. It looked good on Kalani. But it just but made me, I was like, why do I want a Mai Tai? Why do I oh, want a yeah. Mai Tai right now? Tiki boy. Mm-hmm. So that was my little outfits the segment. Okay. Love it. So yeah, now they're they're at Passport. They're at Passport's home, home furnishings and... They start talking about the home that they're shopping for. And Kalini wants to know, how many bedrooms are you looking for? And Kalani's like, probably three. Probably three. And we all go, okay, well, there's Kalani and Oswelu and they're two kids. And maybe they want a home office. So, okay, three. Well, two kids. Like, each kid will maybe eventually each, have a room. Maybe they're being a little posh. Maybe each of these children get their own room. No. No, that's not why they want three <laughs> bedrooms. Teresa, that is not. Oh, I know. I watched. Kalani's like, wait, okay, um, explain. And Kalani says, well, we're going to need a game room slash sleep room for Oswelu. I literally, first, so we watched it a few times, guys. First time we watched it, I was like, did I, did I hear correctly? And I asked John to pause and go back because mm-hmm. I literally was like, what did she just say? Yeah. That didn't make any sense. Like game room slash sleep room. So Kalini didn't understand. And she asked, I just love how Kalani doesn't even respect it enough to call it a man cave. Because that is what it would be referred to oh, that's, in, a that's loving, true. in a loving marriage. Yeah, my husband has a man cave. He well, plays his video games in there. Sometimes he passes out. You don't sleep in your man cave unless your marriage sucks. Yeah, but it, that's what I would call it. That's how I would portray well, it. As well, Aswell is not a man, so you can't really call it a man cave. It's a boy cave. It's just boy cave. It's a boy room. It's a boy toy room. It's a boy cave. Toy boy room. But I don't so, know. so we learn about <laughs> this room. Whatever you want to call it. I call it sad, but whatever you want to call it. What do you call it? Sad. It's sad. It's a sad room? It's a sad room. It's a S-A-D, sad room. Sad room. Very sad that he's got this, that I he's think got it's, this room. I think it's, uh, I don't think it's sad. I feel like he likes it. Oh, I know, but it's 
ruining their I would marriage. Call it it's ruining their marriage. Aswell's happy place. Yes, and Kalani's nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Kalani's <laughs> number one reason for a divorce. But yeah, Kalani, one of them for Kalani sure. explains. Yeah, he's got this room. It keeps the messes under control. So Aswell just kind of stays in there. He plays his video games. And then he just ends up sleeping there. And it's very reminiscent of when you get a puppy and you kind of gate off a room in the house. And it's like the puppy stays here so he can't mess up the rest of the home. He can go to the bathroom here. Why aren't you sleeping with the puppy? <laughs> You're going to sleep with a puppy in your bed? I would totally sleep with a puppy. Yeah. Keep him in. Well, you don't want to cuddle a little puppy? Mm, yeah. I swear there's not a puppy. Oh, we're talking about Aswell, okay. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? I but got like, sidetracked like, puppies. Separate puppies. them from the valuable part of the home and you can just stay here and uh-huh. play with your toys. And if you go to the bathroom, it's fine. And there's probably a tile floor and we can clean it up and everything's good. But that's what it reminded me of. So Kalini's like, oh, oh, you sleep in separate bedrooms now. Okay. And basically what it, it comes down to is they're having conjugal visits. At this point, that's it what, literally that's what Kalani says. Oh, yeah. It's like we're having conjugal visits. Asuelu comes into the adult room when he wants sex. <sighs> sounds, I don't even know what to say. Sounds to me like they're both playrooms. Mm-hmm. If you get what I'm saying. You. you get what I'm saying. I feel bad for Kalani. Like she is. So her only role is a mom. Yeah. She's a mom to the kids. She's a mom to Asuelu. That's her. Number one. She's role not a wife. Role. She's not anything else. She's a mom. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. I think I was surprised that Kalani's come come out and confessed this and given Kalini more ammunition against Asuelu. Because we know Kalini's not a fan of Asuelu. Never was, right? And so for Kalani to come out and admit this. Mm-hmm. And just give Kalini more reason to hate. I think she's just tired of Asuelu. And she says basically the way they live is like living with a roommate or mm-hmm. with a friend with no benefits. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think Kalani feels like I'm at my wit's end. I'm done trying to sugarcoat this relationship. It's probably going to end. Mm-hmm. And I need someone on my side now. Yeah. Plus, you know... You can only hold so much yeah, inside of you until you literally explode or you want to share with someone. So yeah, I think she's like, I think she's like, yeah, I'm just going to spill it all on the table now. And hopefully someone takes my side and is there for me. The truth is Kalani should have ended the relationship when she was stuffing those Valentine's Day balloons in the trash at the airport. Very true. But again, they have kids. So Uh, this is when it gets tricky, right? If... An American couple, yep. husband and a wife, yep. have kids. Doesn't work out. They get a divorce, right? Maybe the husband also, they move to a different states, right? Mm. Asriel would most mm. likely go back to Samoa. Do you How think do so? You do, he wouldn't have to. I mean... No, he wouldn't have to. Muhammad stayed. Yes. No kids. Okay. Asriel, like he literally is... Helpless, yeah, without Kalani. Very true. What would he do? How would he live? I don't even think he knows how to operate anything 
maybe a vehicle because I saw him driving. I was very surprised when I saw him driving. I was like, is yeah. this is this one of those driver's ed cars where the passenger also has a wheel and pedals? I'm like, is he is he like talked into a car seat because he should be? Yeah, what is He's happening? He's like a big baby. Here? What is happening? So like, I don't see him staying in this days because I think it's too much. Yeah, no, you're right. And so just so that the kids have both their parents, yeah. you, you fight for this relationship. No, that's that's true. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what happens at this store. To be honest, I was a little surprised we didn't get a sassy store associate. There was no sassy rug girl like Jovi and Yara had. There was no oh, video yeah. game girl, right? No well, one, this no was one, sassy enough. There was enough sass between the two of them. There was enough sass. But I was like, okay, well, when's an associate going to come over? I and was just- thinking it was like, okay, it's still the pandemic. You guys are like all over this bed. Oh, no masks. Yeah, yeah. Well, then Kalani made some weird comment about upholstered head be- headboards oh, being, yeah. being dirty or like nasty. But they're only <laughs> as nasty as you make them, Kalani. They're only as nasty as you are, Kalani. Yeah. I mean, if you get the one from the show- showroom, probably. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, if you let Aswell. Hello. Hello. You know, I, uh. If you let Aswell, what's, what's a nice way to say this? Uh, finish on if the headboard? If you let him finish on the headboard, <laughs> yeah. then, well, yeah. then you have two problems. A, the headboard is going to be dirty, and two, mm-hmm. why is he finishing on a headboard? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. Like bad aim? I did not understand. Bad aim? I did not understand that. She's like, oh, isn't like this kind of nasty? I'm like, I don't know. What kind of couch do you have? Like, What is your sofa? Do you have plastic coverings on your sofa yeah. what's going on there, i mean we, we have a we have a head head bed like that yeah i will i clean it you do yeah you spray something on it yeah and i take the dust off of it once yeah. a week well i don't spray anything on it if you know what i'm saying oh yeah let's move on <laughs> oh my god <laughs> let's move on oh um my gosh. so now they're back at the house kalani and Oswaylu, they need to have a talk it's gotten to the point we got to have a talk let's have a sit down and Kalani wants to figure out how do we get back to husband and wife? We were roommates right now. We're not even sharing a room. We're roommates and you've got your own room. Yeah. Right. Literally roommates. How do we get back to husband and wife status? Mm-hmm. And so Kalani basically tells Asuelu what she told Kalini. And she asks Asuelu, what does romance mean to you? <laughs> What does <laughs> what a what a question for a guy like Oswald? Classic Oswald. He's like healthy couple, no fighting. That's romance. No, that's a healthy relationship as well. But that doesn't mean it's, it's romantic. romantic. It's not romance. Uh, not what Kalani considers romance. And I mean, what do you consider romance? Since we're doing this. Oh man, this is getting personal. Putting you this on is this getting spot. Um. Not what either of them think, right? Kalani thinks it's sexual. Asuelu thinks it is just not fighting. Romance, I think, is effort. I think romance is thoughtfulness. Because mm-hmm. I, I think you could bang and there's no romance. True. So I don't think it's a sexual thing. I think it's a it's a. I mean, thoughtful. sex is always part of all of it this. It could be part of... Yeah. We, could, we could be very romantic with our clothes on. We could be very romantic out for dinner. Mm-hmm. I think it's thoughtfulness and it showing love and appreciation and going the extra mile. And in 
terms of your relationship? Because I could do the same things for my mom, right? When it's her birthday or it's yeah. Mother's Day, I could go the extra mile and be thoughtful. Sure, there is that sexual angle to things. Yes. But I don't think it is just purely about sex. I agree. I have to agree. So do you find romantic when I draw these little comic stories on your lunch? I think it's thoughtful. <laughs> I think it's thoughtful. And just, you don't find it romantic? Just so our friends listening understand, we're working at home. Teresa makes me lunch. A lot of times she makes me like fish, like tuna fish or whatever. And she, she'll make it and she'll put it in the fridge and then she'll leave me sort of a trail of post-it <laughs> notes so that I find it and it will be like cartoon fish. And oh, it's like, a cartoon fish. It's always or a cartoon two. fish and I'll be like, hello, like... Here's your fish or whatever it says. It's different Yeah, sometimes every time. it sings. Sometimes the fish sings. and Yeah. I don't know that that's romantic. It's thoughtful. If it was in the context of, I think, sexuality or, or something having to do with romance, and I hate to use the word to define it, then maybe. Like if it led to something physical. Like- Maybe. If you opened the fridge and there was a candle lit yeah. next to your tuna. Yeah, but I just don't think sex Coming alone. up. I don't think sex alone is romantic. Oh. But let's get back to Kalani and Asuela. Okay. Okay. Because Kalani does think it's it's a sexual thing. She does think they need to work, put in some work in the sex department. And apparently back in the day, all they did was bang. Apparently they were very romantic. I can see that because I can see that as though probably... Doesn't like to do anything else. Now he just plays his video games. Plays video games, plays volleyball, and used to bang. That's it. That's it. Very simple, but Mm -hmm. not anymore. So, okay, how do we spice it up? Well, how do we spice up the relationship? Kalani brings up the classic idea of role play. Mm. Okay? And that's why I was like, role play? What is that? What is that, Kalani? What is, that? is that like my video games? Is that what I do? With my, should I plug in the second controller? Is that what you're asking? What so is like, role so play? I'm going to dress as Hulk. And yeah. what's she going to do? Yeah. So, okay. I have a theory. I have a theory okay. behind this. Kalani wanting to role play. Correct me if I'm wrong. She was a virgin before she mm-hmm, met us. Later. She was. Okay. Now she's married. So... Virgin before husband, how do I put this tactfully? One, one D for eternity. Mm-hmm. Okay, one D for eternity, right? So role play is a way for her to seem like she's banging other dudes. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so she's, that makes sense. she's like, oh, okay, I know we need some work in the romance department, but she's also thinking... This is it for me. This is my 1D for eternity. And if I can get Asuelo to dress up and be different people, it's going to feel like I'm not just having mm-hmm. sex with one person that for the rest of my life. That makes total sense. Right? Because even when they're talking about role play and Asuelo's kind of like, he's got an aversion to it a little bit. She goes, what? Like, what? What's wrong? Like, do you think it's cheating? And so clearly if she thinks, oh, he might think it's cheating, she thinks, yeah. It's like another person, which is what she wants. She wants to bang another person because she's only banged Asuelu. Yeah, I mean, you got to test the waters before you marry someone. Am I right? But if you're a virgin and then you have sex with this person and then you marry them 
and it's the only person you've That's ever had saying. sex with. That's what like, I'm saying. Now you need to find she out. Bet. She she didn't test the waters before. Right. Now or she, she got pregnant. Yes. Now she wants to dip in, but still like keep it within the relationship. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing turns into an argument. Asuelu loses it. Kalani starts crying. It's really not. It's not good. Well, he always loses his cool. He always loses his shit. Yeah. And at the end of any argument they're having, he always just says things that I'm like, geez, Khan is crying. Aswell's literally losing it every single time. It's like having a conversation with a teenager. Well, here's what I think to that point. Sure, maybe they need to work on romance. Fine, they need to work on their physical relationship. But before that, they need to work on communication. They need to learn how to talk with one another. Otherwise, it's just going to be a connection that they've formed through sex, a physical connection, nothing else. And that's not good either. So work on your communication skills before you Mm -hmm. work on your sexual relationship. Well, the thing is what Kalani said, and I totally agree with her, and I've been saying this for a long time. She finally said it out loud. She is momming him. Mm-hmm. She feels like she's like his mom. You cannot feel romantic or you cannot really have a romantic feelings to someone who you feel like he's your child more than a husband. Well, can I ask you something then? Yeah. Why are you banging him? Literally the right? only thing right? you're going to say, I feel like his mom, but the only interaction you have with him is banging him. So I don't That's think she's deranged. banging him. I think he comes in and wants to bang her. She's like, okay, just bang me. I don't even think they really do anything. Huh. We don't know. We haven't seen the OnlyFans. We do not know. We, but Very true. But from what she was saying, that's what it seemed like. She's like, he comes in into my room and he wants to have sex. And, uh, you know, uh. <laughs> it almost seems like, you know, the quickie. Yeah. The classic quickie. Yep. He's like in and out, games. in and out back and back to, to the video, video games. Yeah. Hold on, Tyler. I'm going to go bang my wife. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> Can I can I give Asuelu one piece of advice? Do it. If um one piece of advice will almost instantly up the romance. Stop referring to your penis as your ding dong. Oh my gosh. Okay, and you're done. Right there, boom. Now you've gone up one level in in the sexual department. Stop calling your penis mm-hmm. your ding dong. It would be okay if you were five. Yeah. That's all. That's, that's all. That's it. Okay, that's all. That's that's it for this segment. Anything else? No, I feel like let's wrap up Khan and Asuelu and move on to... Move on to our next couple? Yeah. To one our of our favorite staples. Oh my gosh. We must be talking about Angela. And... Michael! <laughs> oh, our poor neighbors. Oh, yeah. One day we're going to get a note under the door. They're it's gonna always be like, like, oh, it's Monday. It's going to be like, dear... Michael, <laughs> um, you have neighbors. Stop misbehaving so your spouse doesn't have to yell at you all Keep the time. Keep it together, Michael. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's do it. Let's talk about him. It's surgery day. Angela, she's at the doctor's office. She's, she's being, getting scared. She's being brought back for pre-op. And yeah, so she keeps bringing up. Yeah, she's scared because she's going to be under anesthesia for a while. So this keeps coming up. I feel like they're building the storyline. Well, true, but she is also scared for a good reason. And the reason is that 
They told her, Angela, you have to stop smoking. Angela, liquid diet. Mm-hmm. Did she do it? Uh, no, she did not. No, no she none did, of it actually. She had a sh- chicken soup <laughs> the day before. She had a, a cigarette. cigarette the day off. The morning of. So she has a really good reason to be scared. Yeah, but also you did it to yourself, Angela. Oh, for sure. So... Here we go. In walks Dr. Obangmi, Dr. Kashani, Natasha. Gang's all here. So Kashani, he runs down the checklist of the protocols, what Angela's going to have to do after surgery. Mm -hmm. Things, of course, she will not do. Oh, for sure. And Natasha was like, Angela, did you you follow the protocol? Angela's like, oh, yes, yes. I'm sure they can smell the cigarette on her. I mean, at... Come that on. point, though, I think the cigarette smoke is just seeped into her oh, being. I, and she so, probably, if she gave up smoking for 10 years, she would walk into a room. She'd probably still mm-hmm. smell like cigarettes. I think you know how s- different people have different smells. And doesn't necessarily mean your perfume. Or yeah. it could be your perfume if you have a signature smell, yeah. like I do. Yeah. Uh, Angela's? Angela's signature smell is tobacco. But like <laughs> the old tobacco. The tobacco that you smoke in your kitchen for 30 years yeah. and it gets stuck in your cushions and in your, yeah. you know. Not a $55 candle tobacco and patchouli. Yeah. Not one of those tobacco so That's how I, th- th- when I see Angela, this is what I smell through the TV. What I want to say about Natasha is she she was dressed more appropriately for surgery hmm. day. She had on... Fitting attire. I did not see her belly. Okay. She I didn't pay attention to Natasha really. Because she was properly covered. I she guess. wasn't wearing a swimsuit with a blazer over it. It wasn't a swimsuit. It was like a giant bra. Does anyone really know? Okay. Does anyone We're really just know? just guessing. Nobody just knows. Just guessing. Nobody knows. So, okay. Then Dr. Kashani leaves because he wants to give Angela and Dr. Obangmi a little alone time. A little alone time with, uh, with Dr. Obangmi. And so, okay, this guy, what a guy. Dr. Obangmi, he offers to call Michael because he wants to tell Michael from a doctor's perspective what's going to mm-hmm. happen. He knows Angela probably wasn't really able to put yeah. into words what Plus, was going to happen. he can put himself into Michael's shoes in a sense that, as he said, as Angela said, and as Michael said, African men like big boobs. Yes. African men don't really understand the need of any surgery yes. of this yes. type. So Dr. Obangmi goes man to man, Michael to Michael. It's borderline cuckolding. <laughs> Michael to Michael. It's borderline cuckolding. Yeah, a little Michael to Michael action. And yeah, Obangmi gets on the phone. Angela FaceTimes Michael. Obangmi gets on the phone and is like, pick, pick one part of her body. What is her, what is your favorite part of her body? Michael's like, breasts. And so Dr. Obangmi's like, all right, I'm going to do a very special job on them. I'm going to do no, a very that's special. that's not what he said. What did he say? He said, well, her breasts among other things. Well, yeah. That was a good answer because if he just said breasts, yeah. Angela would literally throw her phone out of the window. Yeah. Well, but number one was the breast. Number one and two. Were and the he breasts. always says, he's like, I saw her profile picture with those big boobies out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so Dr. Mike, he's going he's gonna to do a very special job on them. He's going to keep them big. 
but also make them perky. Perky. Make them perky. Did you did you like how Angela brought her phone down to her breasts so that Michael could mm-hmm. say goodbye to them? He's like, so say, say goodbye. Literally all he could see was her black t-shirt. <laughs> so, so like the thoughtful. screen went black. Yeah. But very thoughtful. Very, very, very thoughtful. No, did you goodbye. did you Blow hear this kiss. little thing that so when Angela started FaceTiming Michael, mm-hmm. Michael, Michael, exactly. Yeah. Doctor opening me was like, "Is he going to pick up? Are you sure?" And Angela said, "He oh. always <laughs> picks up." Yeah. And I can see that because I'm sure that if he didn't pick up, woo, it's probably woo, Angela would release. It's probably the and devil. And if it's not a thing, what? What I'm about to describe, if it's not a thing, Shark Tank, here I come. But it is probably a Bluetooth shock collar that is attached to <laughs> Michael that every time Angela phones him, he gets shocked. And it's like, well, I better mm-hmm. answer this because it's not going to stop shocking mm-hmm. me until I answer it. I think he has like this, the little ring you put in your penis that vibrates. Ooh, well, that sounds, that sounds interesting. But that's the Bluetooth thing. So oh, it shocks so not, his penis. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. Okay. So they hang up. Michael's feeling a bit better after talking to the doctor. So now Angela feels good. Michael feels good. Everyone's feeling good. But then Dr. Obengi tells the camera something we kind of all figured. Angela is a high-risk patient because of her lifestyle, because of her weight, her age. She's a candidate for deep leg thrombosis, thrombosis, Mm -hmm. not a doctor. Thrombosis, Um, yeah. Blood clots in the leg. Mm-hmm. So risky business here. Which basically means if that happens, she might have to get her legs amputated. Ooh, that wouldn't slow her down, though. That would not slow her down. It would not, <laughs> but yeah. It would be sad, but not slow her down. My main concern, if you're asking, mm-hmm. which you're not, but my main concern <laughs> was her tattoo. I was like, what's going to happen with her tattoo? Who cares? And but she wanted to keep it. Well, Dr. Obangmi was like, well. You want to keep it? We'll keep it. I liked how it was an option. Like he, okay, you want to keep it? Well, we'll do it this way. It's like he was so nonchalant about the Mm -hmm. surgery. His bedside manner was so good. I was so calm. But also he's only going to remove like a pound from each boob. I feel like he should have removed more. You know, you know why? Because Michael still wants to keep them big. And so does Angela. Yeah. Angela's main concern was retaining her nickname Big Tit Angie. <laughs> she did not want to have to come up with a new nickname. She's like, this was bestowed upon me in my very early years. I've always been known as BTA, Big Tit Angie. And, you know, you don't come into a nickname like Big Tit Angie every day. You're going to have to find a new nickname? Come on. No, you need you need to keep the big tits. I mean, so he still said nickname. she's going to have like... Double D's Double or D's. three, I don't even know what number he said, but I was high. like, I cannot that's count that still high. huge. That's big titty Angie level. I almost feel like, it's almost like you go to your hairdresser and your head is so damaged and the hairdresser is like, oh, we need to cut at least two or three inches. And you're mm-hmm. like, but I love my long hair. Let's just, yeah, let's just they, cut a little. They call me long hair Teresa. They do call me a long hair, Teresa. Very <laughs> true. But if the hairdresser, if I'm so concerned, and instead of her suggestion, she just cuts half an inch or an inch, my hair will never get healthy. Yeah. yeah. Same with her boobs. Same with her boobs. But you trust Obang me. You trust what he says. Yeah, He's going to do what he needs to do. And so <laughs> Angela goes into surgery. 
hooing and hollering till the very end like she does. And, okay, of course, cameras are not allowed into courtrooms, but sure. Show us this. Cameras are allowed in here. It's a private practice. We can't, Why not? We can't go see Danielle and Muhammad in Sandusky, in Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, Sandusky, Ohio in court, but we can see this. <laughs> this is fine. And let's talk about this because... Yeah, you guys, talk about it because I stared at the ceiling for the next five minutes, yes. so you talk about it. And I will. All Please right. do. Guys, if you joined our Sunday Night Live, you probably heard my thoughts already, but for those who have not... Here we go, right? When you see someone naked, right? Everyone's like, oh my gosh, this person's naked. Hold you on, I'm back. We're you cannot see it on people. TV. You, yeah. Maybe in a porn movie, right? Whoa. No one's naked on, on TV. No one's, right? But how come <laughs> you, you go... very disappointed. <laughs> well, Nobody's I mean, ever uh, naked on TV. You got to pay extra. You got to go to these websites. You get viruses. I mean, after 10 p.m. you can see a titty, but Hello. that's about it. Hello. That's about it. Shout no one... Yeah. But how about yeah. you go deeper? You go inside of a person. Literally deeper. And that's what happens. You see Angela's fat. You see... And Ange- not just like... Oh, Angela's a little bigger from the other. No, you see the actual yeah. fat. Yeah, you ever been turned on by a liver before? You see her liver. <sighs> doctor lifts the liver so they can staple the stomach. You see <sighs> it all. Why and are you showing us this? Well, I find it very fascinating because, A, I could never do it. Nope. I wish I could. I wish I was good at bio. Mm-hmm. I wish I... Could, but I could not, right? But I just find it fascinating. Literally, he's standing there (sighs) with these like two forks. Oh my god, the way you're describing it. And he's just like, it's like grilling. (laughs) It's like grilling, you know, inside. You're looking at the the TV, so you see what you're doing inside with those, I call it forks, like the belly forks, right? (laughs) The belly forks. Yeah. So it's like, isn't it just like mind car- It's like he's carving a turkey on Thanksgiving. He's like doing this and he's like, so where are you guys doing over the weekend? Are you guys going out? Oh, let's lift the liver over here. Like literally nonchalant, like out of control. So if you guys are doctors or surgeons, bravo, because no, this is mad wild. respect. Yeah, mad of course. That was my bravo. Yeah, to, yeah, this is TLC, not bravo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's unbelievable. It's Wild. Modern medicine is ridiculous. Sometimes, you know, I work on my computer. I'm like, I'm a little wizard over here, but (laughs) I literally do nothing compared to these guys. Yeah. So that was Kashani doing his thing, right? He, he stapled her stomach. He finishes, takes him about 45 minutes. Good time. So you tell me back to my question before we move on, right? Yeah. Is it worse to see, like, how come you can see the inside before 10, but not the outside? Because society clothes? is stupid. Because society has said, <laughs> well, boobs are sexual and you can't see that. But again, you could see a guy's nipples. Right? You could see a guy's nipples. What about guys like cold who have yeah. nipples and boobs? Yeah. And I'm not going to shout out whose boobs his are bigger than, but he's got bigger boobs than some women do. Oh, for sure. And we can see those all day. Listen, I'm going to like full transparency. Here we go. That's what we do on this podcast. Colt's boobs are bigger than mine. So, yeah, I wanted you I to said say it. it. I wanted you to say it. I said it. <laughs> yeah, no shame. They have a nicer shape. Hello. 
Yours do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Cole's boobs are way bigger than mine. Yeah. And he can just like show them over on TV and it's okay. I mean, it's not okay. No, Cole, it's okay. Cole messaged us and, and said, good morning, my nips. And, <laughs> and I said, well, those are bigger than my wives, but not nicer. <laughs> Anyways, can we move on? Yes. Yeah, so, so. No, it's stupid. Right? It's right? stupid. Yeah. We can see the inside of a, we can see so a person's liver, I but really we can't see their nipples. I deeply about it. Of very course. deeply. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. Very deeply. It's so dumb. All these rules are dumb. Right? Yeah. Liquor stores used to be closed on Sunday in Connecticut. And it's like, why? I why? know. The first, some dumb rule. The first time I ever went to Connecticut, it was on a Sunday for my friend's yeah. birthday party. Wrong day to go to Connecticut. I was so disappointed. I yeah. was like, I'm never going to Connecticut again. <laughs> now you're married to a guy from Connecticut. <laughs> I love going to Connecticut. And we never go on Sunday. So, but Dr. Kashani finishes 45 minutes in and out, literally in and out. Her stomach is stapled. Now the fun begins. Now Dr. Obangmi, he goes to work. He He's going to do a little work on her breasts. And Jojo calls Michael. Wants to give him an update. It's midnight in Nigeria, but he's like, you know what? I'm gonna stay awake. You keep me updated. It was Which really is very nice of Michael. So sweet, like, so loving. You do see that mm-hmm. this is a real relationship. Oh, for sure. And especially after all the years and all the uh, drama, uh, or the hustle, all the shocking on the shock collar, all the shit. I'm gonna all, say, just say it. All yeah, of it. like Still Michael there. must be into Angela because. Oh, yeah. Why Why would he put up with all this? I nope, genuinely believe that he's into her. Sucks she cannot have kids, really, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. So, okay, Dr. Doctor Obang is doing his thing. We cut back into the operating room. And the way they're all talking about Angela, <laughs> they're, she's spliced open on this operating room table, and they're just talking about her breasts, and not in, like, a medical way. They're talking about it like they're at a bar and they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Her husband oh, loves her breasts, loves them big. Yeah. Let's keep them big so Michael can enjoy them. And it's like not very professional at all. I mean, I guess it's okay. Like, what do you do if you are operating for three hours? Like, you cannot yeah, be you get sad. bored. Yeah, you get yeah. bored. You try to keep yourself entertained. Like sometimes, last time I went to my dentist, right? He's like, <laughs> they were like, talking about your breasts? Not about my breasts, but he's you know, working hard on my, on my teeth. And he's talking to her, his assistant. He's like, have you tried a new restaurant? And the, you know, really? Yeah. So, but they're chatting and they always like in between, he's like, you, you okay, Teresa? Everything's fine. Like he always checks in with me every, Mm. every couple of minutes. And I like him a lot. He's a great dentist, but they do chit chat, especially if it's taking a while. They chit chat together, and I'm like, always. Do I like this? I do, do I like it because like it. Okay, you know, I'm at least not just staring into the ceiling and it's silent. What I will say I is, I can listen to the conversation. I, you hope it's good. You hope it's like a good podcast that you're. It's like a live podcast right? that you're listening to. But I've been to a dentist before who tries to talk to you, and you're like, you've got three tools uh-huh. and a saliva sucker in my mouth. How am I supposed to answer this question? So I it's like good. My, like, I like my dentist. He I'm always, glad they bring in someone to talk to. Every single time I go there and I wear my Converse, he's always like, I love your Converse. Hmm. What a good conversation. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> come on. Come on. I'm here tonight. Come on. So <laughs> they uh, they go to wake up Angela and she's not waking up. 
You know Dr. Obang me. He's like, you got to be shitting me. The one time the cameras are here, this woman's not waking up. I got this on film. This is not going to be good for me. It's like, if she's going to die here. Really? Ugh. They got this on film? <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't have operated on someone who wasn't following the protocols. Dr. Obang me. I'm sure... I'm sure one, the first time the cat Angela opened, just smoke came out of her. She had, oh, I thought you were going to say she had a pack of cigarettes hidden, like, <laughs> under her ribs. <laughs> I wouldn't oh. be surprised, but I'm sure it was smoking, too. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. some leftover smoke. Yeah, yeah. That's Angela, and I'm going to save my boys, Michael. Yeah. yeah. Now we're, like, NP, now we're talking, like, NPR. Mm. NPR. Are we? I don't know. No, no, we're not. Nah. Now nah. we're going to talk about another couple. Another staple. Mm. Not the staple like on Angela's stomach. Exactly. A staple in the side of our stomach. I'm thinking like a like a thorn stuck. I'm in the like side literally standing at you right now, trying, trying to, to see how I pull yes. this one, how yeah. I maneuver <laughs> this one. Yeah, like a thorn in your side, like a staple in your side, Libby. And on Ray. Yes, I was more going to say like something stuck in your butt. Oh, well, both of them have something stuck <laughs> in their butt. I'll say that. I was going to say they are like stuck in my butt, like pain. Not my butt, oh. but in general, like in a general butt. Mm -hmm. Like a pain, yeah, pain in a butt. You know, pain in the ass. Yep, pain you know in the what ass. I'm trying to say? Stop talking about your butt. Let's talk pain about, in the, in let's the talk ass. about them. Okay. Libby and Andre, they're in the kitchen. Andre is getting ready for his first day of work. He's going to go work for the family business. Capital TFB, the family business. Coming, uh, coming to TLC Tuesday nights at 9, the family business. I cannot take this. This literally is giving <laughs> me so much anxiety. And all I want to do is just like slap Andre yeah. and tell him to represent Europe a little better. Yeah, he does not. He does not. With so many American flags, he does not. Not even that. Who cares? Wear American flags, but... No, yeah. Pretend you're American because you're Dude, shaming what? Europe he's right now. He's so... And at least, again... He's maybe, a pain in the ass. He's a pain in the ass. He's being portrayed as someone who has all these high expectations. Meanwhile, he doesn't want to work for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And again, guys... We're watching the show. We're judging everything based on the show. Yeah. So, Andre, if you're listening and you're actually like a duck, which is what people calls me, but Andre is not a duck. People oh. say I'm a duck because I'm very calm. On the surface. On the surface, but I'm like going real hard. I love, I you know? love that. Yeah. <laughs> that, Andre is not a duck. Analogy? I don't know if that's right. He's like out of control, right? He's, yeah. But I'm, he's a fuck. He's a fuck. Oh, I'll he's just, a I'm just total fuck. Sorry, we know we have some parents with their kids listening. We are... A, Sorry, just gonna say sorry, but we have to express ourselves sometimes. Very true. And we apologize. Very true. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's not a duck. No. And I love how people say it about me because it's true. I'm mm -hmm. very calm. It's working hard. But I'm working hard, yeah. you know. On the surface, on, on, it's all cool. Under the surface. It's all cool. Just flowing by. Yeah. Just flowing on. So he's getting ready for work. This is gonna leave Libby as a stay at home mom. Even though she makes it a point to say, I'm still the property manager for Chuck. I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom for now. All right. So this this is what like, I literally laughed because Libby was like, I can't wait to be a stay-at-home mom. But basically, I'm just switching jobs with Andre. Yeah, kind of. In a sense. Kind but Andre is going to... 
start from the bottom, but I'm sure Czech will pay him the big money that Libby was getting because they need to keep the lifestyle going, right? Let's let's be very clear here. Let's be very clear. Their whole storyline was Andre saying, I don't want your dad's money. I don't want mm-hmm. your family's money. Well, While living off of Chuck this whole time. Yeah. Libby's paycheck came from the Chuck book. Mm-hmm. And now your paycheck is going to mm-hmm. come from the Chuck book. So come on, dude. You're No matter whether you're working for him mm-hmm. or Libby's working for him, you're still living yeah. off of Chuck's money. Now you're just working for it, He's which is better, He's on his nip. They all are. All on the nip. All are. But this is, okay, so Andre came to America and he seemed like, all right, this Moldavian guy, you know, he's going to work hard because he he always said it. Yeah. You know, he left Moldova to get, you know, a better life or w- get some money, went to Ireland. Okay, okay, get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Came to America. He wanted to be a trucker, but it didn't happen. He wanted to be a handyman, but that didn't happen. <laughs> so he ended up being a stay-at-home dad. And it was okay because Libby was working for Chuck, so they all lived off of Chuck. Yep. But now he got his real estate license and he wants to get out of there, but he thinks he knows it all. Yep. He's a so, know-it-all. He is the definition of a I, Mr. Know-it-all. I genuinely cannot stand people like that. I cannot because I started from the bottom. You started from the bottom. I'm sure you guys started from the bottom. Yeah, and, and where are we now? Exactly. Now we're here. Now we're here, but also Wherever that's that is. the way you learn. <laughs> in a two-bedroom apartment in Florida. Let's not get too too personal, <laughs> yeah. but that's how you learn. That's how you get better with anything. Yes. You cannot just, okay, so I'm going to be a real estate agent, and the next day I want to list uh, a $2 million house. That's the, not how it works. The most attractive thing to me, and not even in a sexual way, but just like what I love about certain people is they can be so successful, they can be so talented, but they remain humble. Mm-hmm. And being humble to. is so cool. It's like you have every right to be full of yourself and to be mm-hmm. and to show off. But now you're going to be humble about it. That's so cool. None of these people yeah. in this family and living in the lab house are. If you want to keep being successful moving forward, you have to stay humble. Right. You cannot just froze. So. Okay. Freeze. Yeah. You cannot just freeze. <laughs> so, okay. So Andre, he's going to go pick up the Chuck book at his house. And, oh, Chucky D. Chucky dollar signs with sunglasses on top of his head. Classic. Regular glasses hooked on his shirt. Just a lot of unnecessary glasses. Like Chuck has this like, oh, I'm retired and I live in Florida vibe. But he's not retired. He's not. He's paying to the like he literally is he's funding this whole operation funding thank you i was yeah. trying to come up with the word i saw he's you funding yeah this whole family <laughs> yeah. yeah everyone lives off of chuck yeah, that's why he's the chuck book he is he's the chuck book he is and i know you're trying to get him to tear out a check for you once in a while the way you praise him on i don't this pra- podcast. listen i don't praise chuck but Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, that was, you really leaned into that, but but sometimes they all suck, but sometimes he's the one that makes kind of sense. Okay, so this is my relationship with Chuck. Okay, if he wants to send me a check, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, send him, send him your Venmo, I'm sure he'll send you money. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. Hello, hello. So, 
they're driving to this to this house that they're going to look at, and Chuck starts telling Andre how the business works. A little late for me. I would have loved to have a little sit down before the drive to the yep. house to kind of go over roles, oh, who does what sure. in the family business, what, how does this business work? But okay, a little also, last minute. Very, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. But Chuck says. I don't want to hear Andre's ideas. Yeah. I want him to be a sponge. Oh, you God. always say it. I say it to you. If you want to learn something, you need to be a sponge. Meaning, you're just going to absorb everything. You're not going to release anything unless someone really squeezes you hard. <laughs> right? But Andre during this ride, he's not being a sponge. No. He's trying to like say oh, all his ideas without really knowing the business, right? Well, Chuck Chuck used one word and Andre got very excited. Chuck, oh, said, yeah. Chuck said we. <laughs> Chuck said we. And Andre was all of a sudden French. He was like, we, we? Oh, you're saying, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like, okay, calm down, Andre. When, when Chuck was saying, well, we, you know, we're going to do the inspections and then we're going to get the house. Mm-hmm. And, and Andre's like, oh, I like how you're saying we. Like, it's a, me involved in this already. He was like a girl on a date, like a third date. And the guy says, oh, we can do this and that. And the girl's just like, yeah, already hearing, you guys are married. Yeah. He's like hearing <laughs> the wedding bells. <laughs> yeah. Chuck's like, no, I say we, cause it's the family business. Of course, you know, TFB, the family business coming to TFB coming to TLC. I would not be surprised if they got a spinoff. They're going for it. They're working for it. But at the same time, I like them on 90. I like them together with other mm-hmm. couples. It's good. Yeah, it's good. So, okay, surprise, surprise, while they're driving to the house, Chuck's springs some news on Andre. Charlie's going to be at the property I mean, also. of course, he is part of the family business. But this is where I'm saying there should have been a meeting beforehand where mm-hmm. everyone sat down, everyone involved in the family business. You went around the room. Hi, I'm Charlie. I'm the project manager. Hi, I'm Becky. I'm the <laughs> realtor. And you go around and you learn your roles and you learn how this family yeah. business works. Why are you telling Andre this on the way on your first day? Well, probably Chuck is hoping he's going to be a big ass sponge and just absorb everything and just, you know, literally be quiet and learn because that's what you should do. Even let's say you come into a company with an experience, you should still learn how they do things, right? No matter what, you should still be a sponge. Even though, like, are you an experienced sponge? Are you, you know, a startup level sponge. Yeah. You should still be a sponge. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Sponge life. Yes. Yeah. Yep. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. It's a different thing. Okay. SpongeBob. Okay. So they show up at this house and Charlie just comes out of nowhere, just appears out of nowhere looking like a realtor. And Andre is probably immediately regretting his outfit. Like he looked like a project manager. And that's Charlie what he did? is. Yeah. Charlie was very put together. Well, if you're a PM, project manager. Yeah. I that's can how see you, dress. you. I can see you having, you know, a button down. It, it was tucked ca- in. It was still casual, like button down. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't wear like suit and tie. So. Yeah, he looked like a realtor, I thought. And I think Andre, he looked like he was going to the beach. I mean, I've met a few realtors in my life. All of them with you. Yes. Some were professional, some were just out of control. That's very true. So (laughs) they get to this house. 
Andre starts trashing the home. The home was already trashed, I would say. So he keeps he keeps piling on. Like that's the point. That's how. That's it. That's the point of flipping houses. You get something that looks horrible. Yes. You fix it for yes. cheap and you flip it and you make money. So, okay. Andre. So Andre goes. This house needs a lot of work, and I'm gonna put a lot of sweat equity into this home. Did he say that? Yeah. And sweat so, equity? And Someone's so, been watching Shark Tank. But either <laughs> he doesn't know what sweat equity means or this storyline wasn't edited properly because a little bit later, we'll get to it. He goes, I'm not going to be the handy guy. I'm not going to just fix things up. But that's what sweat equity is. Mm-hmm. Putting a little elbow grease into something. And then getting the return on that. So That's also what starting from the bottom means. And now we hear. Literally. But Andre is not there at all. But guess who is He's here? He's not following. But guess who is here? Becky. Becky shows up. Isn't there like a saying for a Becky? Like Becky from somewhere? No, it's like Becky with the good hair. Yeah. It's like a song. It's like yeah, a Beyonce it's Becky or with the good song. hair. Yeah. Yes. Becky shows up. Everyone's looking at her like who, you know, who invited her? How did she get here? Once again, Andre is the worst dressed because mm-hmm. Becky showed up. She she was put together. Yeah. She was ready to list. I don't like the nickname Becky. I feel like Rebecca. You prefer? I like Rebecca or Beck. Becky Beck. Beck, Beck is like badass. Like yeah, my name is Rebecca, but call me Beck. Beck had like two good songs in the late nineties, and that's I don't about know it. that. Yeah. But Becky is like, oh, I'm too cute. Becky thinks she is too cute. I guess she she does. So. Becky shows up. She's like, I'm the listing agent on the property. But apparently Andre thought he was going to be the listing agent on the property. Well, he thought he's getting this house because he's like, Chuck said he will give me the house. I will flip it and I will list it. (laughs) Not really thinking about like how he's going to flip it. Yeah. What needs to be done because he's not going to be the handyman. No. Even though that's what sweat equity means. Yes. And why wouldn't you want to really do yourself? Because as he always says, I want to start my own business. I want I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to take care of my family. So you should probably learn how to do it, Andre. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty good, right? That was not bad. Better than I could do. Better than I could do. But Takes a lot out of me. This is, this is the Chuck Book's worst nightmare coming true. It's just everybody fighting. No one's on the same page. This is not how you have a successful business. So Chuck tries to play good guy. He's like, even though Charlie and I were 50-50 on the property, I'm going to use some of my profits. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay Andre. Yeah, He's like, Becky, you're not losing money. Charlie, you're not losing money. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share some money with Andre. But yep. again, Andre, I don't think Andre fully understands his role. No, he does. He thinks he's the boss and he's not. And that's so annoying to me. I cannot, I cannot stand people like Andre's personality. And we've been watching him several seasons. So unless he's an amazing actor and this all is an act and he's a sweetheart, which I don't think I cannot. He's really that. Yeah, he's really I cannot stand people like that. Like he's giving me anxiety just watching him on TV. Well, Usually Charlie gives me anxiety and usually he pisses me off and I just can't even stand to look at him. But I kind of sided with Charlie this episode. 
he was sure. ma- he was making some good points. He was making good points because when it comes to good old American business, yeah, Charlie knows what's up. Yeah. Um, one other thing I have to say. Mm-hmm. Chuck never put on either of his glasses. What? It's good to have. <laughs> it's good to have them in case Option. he's got options. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. If anything pops up, can't surprise him. Exactly. Okay. That is Andre and Libby. And honestly, I love watching this. I wish we had more. Mm, we do. Oh, we have a whole season. Oh, I know, I know. But don't I rush do. It, I do love watching these. Teresa, don't rush it. These uh, creatures. Oh my gosh! Hello. Okay. <laughs> wow. How dare you? How dare you? Creatures <laughs> from right. the Florida, Shall almost <laughs> an island. I feel like Florida is almost an island. Like one day it's, it's a gonna, peninsula. It's, it's a just, peninsula. I don't know. It's a peninsula. So one day it's going to be like, boop. Oh, just become gonna, an island. It's going to become an island. Well, we better get off before then because I don't want to get stuck with these people. <laughs> 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 Give us a warning, Florida, before you become an island. All right. Let us talk about a couple, a, a young couple who have come into parenthood. We know them. We love them. We met them last season. I'm talking about Jovi and Yara. And Myla the baby. And Myla the newest edition. So, okay, let's talk about these, these peeps. Okay. I have to say this, right? Is this storyline just going to be wrapped around Myla? Because uh, I, I almost feel like it has to be. It has to be, When right. you have a tiny child, you don't really want to get into any drama or any shit. But if... One person is going to, it would be Jovi. So fingers crossed. Yeah, it's almost, I feel like Jovi probably is going to be drinking a lot. Yara will have to take care of Myla. That's that's what's happening. I mean, that's the storyline that we're being presented. But let's see, let's not jump the gun. I'm not jumping the gun. Let's not jump the gun. Let's take this one day at a time. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, there is a tiny baby involved. So how far can you go? I don't, you know, I I want them to to find happiness. And that's the thing is like, I don't want, like, as much as I love all the fights and arguments on 90, love yeah, it. Yeah. I don't want them to go there because, right. again, there is a child, a baby child. And there are so many. Very fresh. There are so many couples that I wish misery on this season. Just for our entertainment. That, yeah, that we can give Jovi and Yara some happiness. Uh, but let's let's talk about mm-hmm. it. Mom and dad, they're out for a stroll. They are with baby Mila. They end up at a nice swampy restaurant, mm-hmm. Felix's. On the water. I love restaurants and bars on the water. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for very, places very like this. It's very enjoyable. It's it very is. Yeah. I love looking at water. It's very calming. I don't love being inside of the ocean, to be honest, or mm-hmm. a swamp, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But I love looking at it. So they're there. Jovi wants to get Yara out for lunch. She's been cooped up for a while. And so he wants to spend some quality time with her because he's going to be leaving for work. Mm-hmm. Very shortly. And they get to this restaurant and my jaw just about broke on the floor when Jovi said, I'm not going to drink since I'm driving, but you should have a cocktail, Yara. What a responsible dad. Jovi is not going to drink. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, if you had a tiny baby and we went out... One of us would have to stay so like sober, sober. Oh, I know, but Swamp Jovi is not gonna have a drink. I mean, he, on the swamp in his natural element, in his natural habitat, he's, he's owning it up. He's, he's not even owning it up. 
Just one Budweiser? I could see a, just a just one Bud. Not nope. even just not even one. Nope. Not even one Crown and Coke for I don't Swamp Jovi. Yara would let him drink and drive oh. Myla. Oh. Which oh. I am totally I'm gonna ink with. Oh, I know, but take an Uber how he has for the entire last but, season. Yeah, I was I was more surprised that he said I'm driving. Like, did they get a car? Right, because when we did our Sunday night live with him, he told us I don't have a car because having a parking spot in New Orleans yeah. is like paying for another yeah. apartment. But I guess, yeah. He's but got I that guess, TLC money now. He's got that yes, TLC money. Yes, and also money. having a baby, you That's know. true. You don't want to be popping around in Ubers all no. the time. Here's what I will say or ask, and maybe you don't know. He was like, oh, have a cocktail, Yara, have a drink. If you're breastfeeding. You cannot. You cannot drink. No. Right? Come on, Jovi. Get your, get your you cannot. Together. I mean, I'm sure she could have a glass of wine here and there. Yeah, but, but not a cocktail. Yeah, not a cocktail. Not a no. cocktail. Like I would, I would probably have a glass of wine here and there. All but right, take it easy. Take it easy. You, I'm not breastfeeding anyone. No, you so take it. Oh, take it easy. <laughs> you take it easy. All right. So they sit down, and within minutes of sitting down, Myla she starts getting fussy. So Yara removes a breast and starts breastfeeding. Myla at the table, and I was surprised, but Jovi just started throwing dollar bills at Yara. <laughs> he just started throwing singles at her, and <laughs> I think it's just like a natural reflex for him when he sees breasts. Breasts in public, that yeah. That he makes it rain on them. Oh, yeah, I mean. But I, wow, Jovi, okay. No. But after no, he, he realized he what's not. up, he's like, <gasps> I can't believe Yara's breastfeeding <laughs> in like, public. Is, is this legal? <laughs> I think it's totally fine, especially because she covered. It's not like she whipped out a boob and was sitting there. She covered my lot. She covered herself. You couldn't yeah. see anything. Perfectly fine. Yeah, it's okay, I guess. Like, literally, there is nothing wrong with it. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything right with it either. Like, I think it is. Well, yeah. What did you want her to do? Go into, like, a dirty bathroom and do that? No, go into the car. Jovi no. drove, going to the car. No, it was fine. I think it was fine because... Oh, it was completely fine. She, no, no, no. But even the way she did it, she covered herself with a little blankie. I just don't think I... I'm not talking about the people sitting around her. I don't know that I would want I'll to tell do you, that as a mother. I'll tell you a great, an amazing thing. Are you ready? Okay. You will never be a mother. That's very true. You will never That's breastfeed. Very true. That's very true. You will never have to deal with this. But, okay. Let me, uh, let's just pose it this way. And I know it's different, but let okay. me pose it this way. Say we were at uh, whatever this restaurant was, Felix's. Let's say we were at Felix's on the water, right? And I said, why don't you just take your breast out? Take one breast out right now and then just put your put your hand on your nipples. Just cover your nipples. Are we betting on, like, is, it, is this a game? I'm just saying, would you do it? Yeah. Take your, just not, you're not even going to get money. I'm just going to say, Hey, why don't you take your nipple out, but put your finger on it so no one sees your nipple? <laughs> would you do it? At, at, I'm being serious. At a restaurant, would you take your breast out? That's very different. It's the same exact thing. No, no, no. You cover the baby. Then you take just your nip out. The baby launch at it. Like, but that's it. That's you. What you're asking me is very different. It's in context. It's different. Oh, I'm breastfeeding my child. But physically, it's the same thing. You're taking your breast oh, out oh, and covering the nipple. Okay. If I'm... Oh, if I'm there without a child and I whip out my boob and just cover my nip. 
I think people would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get out of our restaurant. I'm just saying, if I have physically, a child, it's the same thing. Well, maybe, but if I have a child and I cover myself, right. there I'm is nothing saying. wrong with it. I don't care either way. I'm just saying, it's funny how things change. And listen, some ladies, I've seen ladies on the subway, I've seen ladies all over the place who don't cover themselves. They whip out the boob yeah. and they just do it. And I feel like they might make... I don't care personally, who cares? And yeah. might make some people uncomfortable, no, right? I'm very into but it. But the way Yara did it was great. I'm very into it. I am very pro. Really? Public breastfeeding. So you are turned on oh, by breastfeeding. So, so much so. So much so. No, I'm just okay, kidding. But you Ziet. know there are okay, creeps. Ziet. But you know okay, there are creeps. You know there are creeps who are, especially in the swamp, who are like, Tommy, Tommy, look. Tommy, look. <laughs> She's doing it. She's doing it. She's got a breast out. Yeah. Again, what? she was covered. Oh, yeah. oh, how much would you pay to be that baby? Let's yeah. see. Let's how see much? how many messages we'll get about this. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't think many. Here's how I... Let me summarize it. Before you guys slide into our DMs, let me summarize it. Uh, totally fine if you want to breastfeed in public. That's your choice. I think it's a beautiful thing. It's human nature. It's amazing. But also, there's physically no difference between you whipping out your boob and putting a baby's face over it or you whipping out a boob and putting your hand over it very different so would you like whip out your penis but like hold it like cover it with <laughs> no, your hand no but i'm saying if there was a world where that was okay like well, i don't know let's not even talk about it i'm just saying physically we're seeing the same, it's the same thing. thing we've talked too long about this <laughs> let's move on let's move on okay okay okay, okay. hashtag breastfeed all day, every day. I'm all for it. Okay? Breastfeed America. Breastfeed America. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So, Jovi's like, I know Myla. She's a baby. She <laughs> needs our attention. But we also need to make sure we focus on ourselves too. Okay? We can't be giving all the attention to the baby. We never got to be newlyweds. We never went on a honeymoon. We need to have some alone time. And Yara's like, well... That's not going to happen anytime soon. Not until Myla is at least six months old. Which I understand. Oh, I'm totally sick. A year. I think we've never had children, but well, I don't know that I would just pass off my kid to no, one of our parents. And I would also hope that when we do have kids, we can travel with the kids. And I'm not saying traveling like going to Asia on a freaking plane that takes 30 hours. I'm saying... Yeah. Oh, let's go to the mountains. Let's go on a honey, getaway. But that's not a honeymoon. I think what Joey's saying is like, we need some alone time. We need to connect one-on-one. True. I need to get on that nipple, you know. My, stop Myla's hog in the nipple. Let I mean, me she has a, two nipples. So you guys know that, true. right? That's very true. And apparently Joey's given up drinking. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm going to be an overprotective parent. Because when Myla said, or when Yara said six months, I'm like, at least... At least six months. I'll be more, more nonchalant. When it hits one, I'll send it to check for three months every summer. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fine. I guess. <laughs> that's fine. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about we'll it We'll see. We're there. just talking hypothetically because hypothetically. Again, we are not parents. So guys, whatever comes out of our mouth. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> it's what we think we'll do. Right? Yeah. yeah. So no one, don't judge us because again. We don't know what we're talking about. We do not know. So basically, Jovi's not loving that Yara, in his mind, she's being 
overprotective. She's being controlling. And personally, I think it's going to be interesting because we know Jovi, he goes away for months on work. And that's going to give Yara a chance to set Myla's routines. Mm -hmm. So while he's gone, Yara is going to lay down the law. And Yara is going to set up routines. And when Jovi comes home, he's going to kind of have to go with it. And that's part of what his job is. I mean, he would have to just roll with it because he knows he has to go away every month or every other month. Yeah. And I think that's okay as long as he understands it and he'll be cool with it. No, I know, but I'm saying he's got a feeling or some sort of idea that what Yar is doing is too overprotective. It's too much. But he's not going to be there to correct it or change Mm -hmm. it or influence it. And so, cool, Jovi, you can feel however you want to feel, but you're not going to be there to influence mm-hmm. how Myla's routines are set. But also, she's a new mom. It's a first child. I yeah. feel like oh, no, you always go a little crazy. And I know it from all my friends. Like, the first child, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's so fragile. Like, I don't ever want to leave it alone. The second child, you're like... Hello, yeah. goodbye. First you, first you learn, then you get loves or whatever that commercial is. Yeah, it's very true. So, okay, new day. Jovi is snacking on some Milano cookies. Oh, I love those. Shout out to Pepperidge Farm. Mm, you know way too much about these cookies. Yeah, yeah. I just, I like that Father Jovi. He's, he's transitioned from koozies to cookies. <laughs> it's a he nice sure transition is. to see. It's maturing. He's growing up. But here we go again. Jovi wants to father his way, and Yara has got something to say mm-hmm. about it. She should let him. Like, I get it. Like, she will. And I'm a, a little perfectionist, too. I like things being done in a certain way, and you know it. Mm-hmm. But, like, you still have your own tasks that I don't tell you how to do them. Sure. Right? Yeah. I just let you do it the way you do it. Yeah. That's fine. So I feel like when it comes to Myla, I get it. She does this whole thing one way, but let Jovi try to find his own way. I think that should be fine. Yeah, what I didn't like was Jovi takes Myla, Jovi tries to cuddle Myla, and Yara is three inches from them, kind of hovering. And I kind of think, Myla can maybe feel that tension, feel that, oh, like, why is mom hovering? Is something not right? Am I not safe? Is Should I should I start to cry and I don't think the tiny baby goes that far, Ooh, but sure. Tiny babies can feel. <laughs> tiny babies can feel. Yeah. What's up? For, they, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And so I just, I didn't like that. I felt like Myla maybe feels the tension and just let Jovi figure yeah. it out. And let him do his shoot. thing. And <laughs> Jovi goes like, it's okay, if, you know, you can drop a kid, it's fine. Like, kids are fine, kids fall. Uh, it's like, no, don't drop that baby. too tiny to drop her. Yeah. But yes, like what you're saying, yes, let kids run around, let them learn that certain things are going to hurt. Yeah. But she's, Milo's too tiny for this. Yeah. But yeah. again, Yara should just let him do his own thing. Mila cries, sure, let him figure out how to hold her so yep. she doesn't cry. Yep. So... Yeah, I mean, basically Jovi's concerned Yara is just going to be overwhelmed while he's at work because she's going to be alone. She's the only one caring for Mila, and according to Jovi, she's overly involved, and so that's that's his concern. Mm-hmm. 
My concern is that purple sofa. That purple sofa <laughs> needs to go. I didn't really pay attention to it. You didn't see the purple sofa? No. Did you did you see Jovi rocking socks the entire time? I did not. What do you think is wrong with his feet? I was he's just looking always, at the baby. He's always wearing socks. In bed, I think he said he slept with socks. Ew. He was wearing socks well, the entire not time. Not everyone has beautiful feet like you. I know. We said it I on know. the live last night, oh, yeah, guys. We- John's feet, like you can put his feet on a pedestal. I'm gonna mukbang for you guys. I'm gonna. Your feet could oh, be. Is, oh yeah. Someone oh, could take like a make a statue out of your feet and put it on a pedestal, and people could go and touch it for a good luck. Yeah, no. Because your feet are so beautiful. I said mukbang. I think that's when you eat on camera. I'm just gonna do the foot fetish thing. Yeah, do it. Make some money. Yeah, make some extra money. Let's go on a vacation. I can do it. All right, I can do it. <laughs> So that's Jovi and Yara, which leads us to our next couple, okay? And this is this is a couple, but probably not for long. This is Mike and Natalie. This is Mike and Natalie, and it's the morning after Mike left Natalie alone in the hotel. I mean, kudos to her for driving the big-ass track back to Squin, Washington. Big Blue. Coming, big blue. coming hot into I'll swim. Tell you, I'll tell you one thing about Europe. We do not drive big cars. Yeah. Well, she did. And I think she drove it with her mask on the entire time. It looked she, like it, yeah. She got out and she was wearing her mask. I was like, did you wear that the whole time? Do you, do you even sing when you drive? How do you sing with a mask on? What? How did you stay entertained for three hours? And how did Mike get home? I think the production. It must have been the production, right? So she gets she gets to the house. Mike walks out and he just goes, hi, I didn't like what you were saying at dinner last night. So that's why I left. Uh, bro, you left your wife in Seattle. You need to say more than that. Yes, because she accused him of someone sending him boobs and apparently it did happen in the past. He was mad. It was, it was cold. He he was Good morning, mad that Good morning, she my nips. kept. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't cold. What was what's her name? Someone from Nevada. I thought it was someone from Nevada. He was a Good morning, from, my nips. From Brino, yeah. Huh. Um, well, we don't know who. But it was. he said he said yes. It was someone. She someone from my past. Natalie loves bringing up the past. That's, That's why he got pissed. Which yeah. yes, I don't. I don't love talking about the past. You There's don't no need to talk about, about the past. Exactly. Especially on Mike's birthday. But, but her bringing up the past was not a reason for him to leave her there. No, no. Come on. If, uh, if he really truly did that and it wasn't a production thing, that's, mm-hmm. that's reason for divorce. Yeah. You left your wife in Seattle. I would never get over it. You left your wife me. in Seattle and unless you're not even going to apologize? Exactly. Unless he found out like she's been cheating on him or something sure. really bad. Sure. Not like, oh, you kind of brought up something from the past that we shouldn't be talking about. I think about. they both have so many issues that it's yeah. out of control. So uh, Natalie's like, I think you should apologize. And Mike's like, no. And Mike is pissed. And Mike says, Natalie, you should apologize. And hello, hello. She does. So this is, so yes, she apologizes actually a lot. And I was thinking, I'm like, wow, she is apologizing. And I think it's because of everything that happened on the OG. 
series mm. before this one, she maybe learned like, oh my gosh, like when he's mad, maybe I should just apologize and take it all in. And so he's not going to be mad at me. We're not going to fight. I'm taking the one for the team. I think maybe. I think she knows they're going to Oklahoma soon. And she needs someone on her side. She knows her and oh, Trish. She okay. knows her and Trish don't get along. I need Mike on my side. Mm-hmm. I can't roll up to Trish's place yeah. with her mad at me and him mad at me. I mean, let me apologize. I thought she was getting along well with Trish until that whole fiasco about Trish asking Mike not to marry her and asking yeah, the Tamara. neighbor Tamara to opposed to the, to the marriage. Yeah. But I've never, we didn't see any crazy conflicts between them. But I'm sure well, there were I mean, some. I mean, that's... Nothing on the surface, though. Like, there was nothing but, crazy they caught no on, on camera. But she knows that Trish was trying to oh, stop for the sure. wedding. So that's enough. For sure. That's enough. So, yeah. Natalie apologizes. Mike accepts the apology. And, okay. Everybody... Everybody calm down. Everybody, everybody calm down. But pretty sure Mike listens to the podcast. Oh, my God. Pretty sure Mike listens to the 90 Day Crazy in Love podcast. Because if you guys, if you guys remember previous and if you've listened in the, on the previous season, the 90 Day, the OG, when Natalie got to the U.S. finally, right? Being a total brat. And being nice as well, I, myself, Teresa, from 90-Day Crazy in Love, the podcast. Wow, Teresa-saurus, if you will. Yes, or T-Rex for short. (laughs) I, myself, called her a, are you ready? A Sour Patch Kid on this very podcast. This one right? right here, the one you're listening to right now. Yeah. Again, again with a drum roll after. Months <laughs> later, release. Mike, on this very episode, yep. comes in and says, Nelly, she's kind of like a sour patch kid. Come on, Mike. Where did you hear that? Stop it. Come on. You, Mike, don't, you did not think of listen, that one yourself, Mike. Listen, he drives to and from Seattle for hours. Hours. Every day. Six hours round trip. I'm sure he listens. I'm sure to he listens. To all the podcasts. And he goes like, Nelly, a sour patch kid. Teresa nailed it, but I'm yeah. a little more famous, so let me see it from her. <laughs> yeah. What else? What else, Mike? Is is he yet a Swedish fish? Huh? Huh? Is that the thing you're going to say next? Probably not because it doesn't make any sense. No, we said it. We were like, oh, like, who would be a Swedish fish? And we're oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like Ziad because, you I know, love Swedish fish. Because he just, you know, it's not shocking. It's, Swedish it's, fish definitely my favorite gummies, yeah, but. It doesn't switch it up Nelly on you. is a sour a patch kid yeah. and Mike said it yeah. oh yeah Mike's not coming up with that on his own so a little a uh, little credit where credit's due Michael literally I put down in my notes what <laughs> so okay. many A's so they resolve their issues for now because yeah I think I think Natalie wants to be in a good place when they go see Trish yeah. and Natalie's like are you gonna forgive me are you gonna forgive me and Michael's like I will forgive her. And it's literally like Nikon and Azan. Yep. Taking it very literal. She's like, what are you going to forgive me? It's like, just say, okay. And I know all of a sudden her English got really good because Mike was like, yeah, I'll, I'll forgive you. And 
She was like, you will or you do? And I was like, wait, how did you Ooh, nah. how did you decipher the difference between Natalia. the two? Natalia. Now your English is good. Probably her brain shaked a little while she did the forgiveness dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen that dance before. It's usually a little more skin being shown when that happens, when the forgiveness dance happens. I'm talking There's, about your own experience. No, I'm just saying. I don't when, dance for you. I mean, I the, do, but not a forgiveness, forgiveness dance. When the forgiveness dance takes place, usually there are there are less articles of clothing being worn. You just go to a strip club. Okay. Anywho, <laughs> new night. The Oklahoma trip is getting closer. Mike is stressing a bit. There's the tension between Trish and Natalie. So, yes, Mike FaceTimes Punkasaurus. Punkasaurus. A.K.A. Punky Brewster, a.k.a. Mother Trish. You think she loves punk music? I don't know why he calls her <laughs> Punkasaurus. It creeps me out. I don't That's know why you have... That's the only thing I think of. Why do you have a pet name for your mom, Mike? I don't know, but you listen to this podcast, so we love but you. But yes. he is the only child. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't see a dad, really. No. To being part of his life. Unless no, unless you just want to be on cameras. Man, it's Punkasaurus. Uh, looking more like taxidermy Trish. So there's like, like one thing he said that puts me in shame. Okay. He said, I talk to my mom every morning at 4.30 mm. while I drive to work. I feel bad because I could get up a little earlier and talk to my parents. Yeah. Right? Good. You talk to your parents all every week. I do. I do, but not every day. But also, 4.30 a.m., why are you up, Trisha? That's also Trish. true. Trish. That's also true. It's a little later in Oklahoma, probably. I don't know time zones, but maybe it's like 5.30. I think Oklahoma is it's uh, definitely not West central. Coast no, but Mike is... Don't don't quote us on this, people. But We're just assuming. They're, they're talking, and we get this montage of young Mike photos. And this is hard for me to say, but did he get better with age? Did Mike get oh, better with age? He did. And I told you yesterday, I said, there is nothing to Mike but his height. He did. He somehow. He looked like a donut growing up. I don't know what he looked. And Trish actually looked better in the 80s. Her hair was better in the 80s you know why? than it because is in 2020. It was cool in the 80s. No, it was a different haircut. She's oh. like Benjamin Buttoning her hair. It's going in reverse. Her <laughs> hairstyle is outdated now. Back then, she was rocking a cool cut. Maybe this is what they do in Oklahoma. Oh, it's so backwards. It's very backwards. Maybe that's what's happening in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's what, hello. Shout out to Oklahoma. Shout it out. All right, let's, let's, talk, about, uh, let's talk about Oklahoma Thanksgiving because... That's what Mike and Natalie are going to Oklahoma for, is for Oklahoma Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. And Trish needs to prepare. When we go to Connecticut, my mom says, hit me with a list. Hit me with a shopping list. What do you guys want? And we rattle it off. I love that. She comes through. She comes through. Trish, not so much. Trish is going to do Oklahoma Thanksgiving how Trish wants to do Oklahoma Thanksgiving. And nobody cares about Natalie and her being a vegetarian. Nobody cares that Natalie... Doesn't eat meat. Trish is like, there's a river down the road. She can get a water <laughs> moccasin out of it. Um. Okay, Trish. I don't know if you meant this, but a water moccasin is a snake. It is not a fish. It is a water Ew. moccasin. Yeah. Trish is the snake. Mm. Trish is being the snake. Oh, she knows what's I, up. She knows what's up. She's I like, think she thought it was a fish. She's like, I'm not getting her a tofurkey, which I didn't know that exists. 
Is it shaped as a turkey? Tofurkey. It's yes. like a tofu turkey. Yes. I was thinking turducken, which I've never had, but that would be Natalie's worst nightmare. I think that is like a duck and a turkey <gasps> hybrid. Like, like duck inside of a turkey? Sounds delicious. Stop right? it. This is what I'm putting on the list for 2021. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, as long as we're doing animals, the segment, <laughs> as long as we're doing animals, the segment, first time I realized Mike had a pet mouse. It's a mouse, right? It's either a mouse or a guinea pig. I had a You've guinea pig. You've killed both. You've killed both. But so. I know, I know what they look like. And it you know what they look like dead. Come on. Maybe you don't know what they look like dead because Come if you knew on. what they looked like dead, you probably would be like, oh my God, they're dying. Let me rescue this. I'm literally rolling my eyes right now. Just but so people don't accuse me of being mean to my wife, you have killed a mouse and a guinea pig, correct? They, Correct. They died. But <laughs> of I natural was, causes. I was not the exact reason why they died. Okay. I was part of it, unfortunately. Be, be very, very thankful there is not a dateline for pets because you would you would have a marathon episodes about you. I mean, just a couple of pets when I was a child. Just get over it. It was a mouse. I know what guinea pigs look like. A mouse? I would love to have a guinea pig. A They're, mouse they are adorable. To the river. It couldn't swim. I feel like. Could it? I feel like they can swim, but the stream was too harsh. It just, it just took it and just went under. A turtle. An innocent turtle on a young girl's floor got stuck under a dresser? No, it wasn't it, a dresser. Did it die of natural causes? What I'm do doing you, my Beth Keith, Keith Morrison for pets. Oh, I love it. What do you call yeah. a box? It's like a trunk. Um, Is it a, a, what do you call the treasure box? Treasure chest. A chest. A chest? I it was think a I, chest. Yeah. Um, what else did you kill? The mouse. I lost the guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The turtle got stuck. Yeah. Sad, um, sad, 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 sad. Let's move on. That's about it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Not to any happier pastures, to Tiffany and Ronald, which is just downhill. It's been downhill from the start, really. I don't understand this relationship. <sighs> let's just, uh, let's talk about it. Let's do it. Tiffany, I mean, she's setting up her new place with a little help from Daniel. And I love putting together furniture, so... Me seeing Stephanie struggle, Tiffany struggle. Yeah. Stephanie, Tiffany. Very similar. Very similar. I'm like, give it to me. I'll come over and help you out, girlfriend. Daniel, not a fan of the knockoff IKEA furniture, though. Because he wants his dad mm -hmm. to come and do it because mm -hmm. his dad is strong. Dad knows it all. That's what dads do. Which so, is sweet that Daniel yes. thinks that. It is. So Daniel, he wants to Skype Ronald. He wants to show off what he was able to do, what he was able to put together without the help of his father. And Tiffany tells the cameras, her and Ronald, they're still having issues, but she doesn't want that to affect Daniel's relationship with Ronald. So they do it. They Skype. And Daniel walks around the apartment with a laptop to give Ronald this tour. And he's basically like, this is mom's bed. This is where you could be banging her if you weren't <laughs> such a loser. But you're st <laughs> you're stuck in South Africa masturbating and uh, sucks for you. Something so, like that. More PG. And then <laughs> more PG. Yeah. Then he shows then he shows Ronald the other room, which is a mess. And Ronald's like, damn, Daniel, 
Back at it again with the white vans. <laughs> so, Daniel, I told you to keep it tidy. Do you think he knew he was doing damn Daniel? I don't think he did, but I loved damn it. Damn Daniel. I watched it. I was like, damn Daniel. Yeah, I was like, Ronald, back at it again with the white vans. <laughs> if you guys don't know that viral video. What, what was it, like a year ago? Two years oh, ago? Multiple years ago. Right? Was it while we were in Florida? It was probably two or three years ago. Yeah, I think like two, three. It wasn't last year. It's just two, this three. kid. It's just a kid walking around school, going like, "Damn, Daniel!" <laughs> like back at it again with the white vans because he was wearing these <laughs> shoes, these white shoes. Classic, ridiculous, classic viral video. So okay, then Daniel gives Tiffany the laptop so she can talk to Ronald one on one, and Tiffany says Ronald's trying to make the house a home. Well, this was a great example of, all right, a second child, who cares? Literally, Tiffany grabbed the laptop was like, Danielle, can you watch Carly? Make sure she doesn't eat oh, anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, right, you right. literally are just like Don Chilana about your second child. Yeah, yeah, probably so overprotective over mm -hmm. damn Daniel. But Carly's <laughs> like, nah, whatever. Daniel like, just make sure she doesn't chew on Legos. I mean, that's about it. I mean, to, can be, to be completely fair, I would trust Daniel. Oh, my yeah. child. He's very mature. Very mature young man. So, yeah. Tiffany's like, I'm trying to get the house together. I'm trying to get it ready for when you get here. And Ronald's like, if that house is for us, why did you do everything alone? Why would you cancel the tickets? Why are you doing this on your own? You just canceled it so you could buy things for your new place. Just stop, Ronald. You do yeah. nothing. He's not pleased. Ronald's he not pleased. He is the water. It's like literally... Instead, he should be saying, oh, my gosh, babe, thank you for doing this. Mm -hmm. Is there anything I can do? Is there anything oh, I can help you with yeah. to have the kids settled better? Yeah. I'm excited to come. Hopefully I can. Oh, my gosh, I would slob him. Yeah. Tiffany doesn't like what she's hearing. Starts to break no down. No surprise. She wants Ronald to put himself in her shoulderless shirts. <laughs> she wants Ronald <laughs> to imagine what it would be like. To have to sacrifice the way she has. And I respect that. I think it's a good thing to say, pause. Let's think about what's happening here. Really, I have two children. I am using my money to set up this apartment and create a good life for your children, in essence, and literally. And so, like, take it easy with the whole, well, you're just setting up your own life. It's like, no, I'm doing this for all of us. Meanwhile, Ronald's just eating, just eating while she's freaking out on him. And it's such like a low key backhanded diss just to be eating on a zoom call. I know what else you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not definitely not be engaged in the conversation. Uh, definitely not pay attention. So he's the worst. And I know we saw in the previous, she's going to end up going there because I saw the tile floor. Oh, we saw the tile floor. And it's not her apartment. No. So I'm excited to see that. But right now, it's well, kind of a snoozer being on the Zoom. Well, what do you think? I think there is, there is a light we need to shine on Ronald here because he does have a little bit of good news. He tells Tiffany he got a job. Yes. Which is positive. This is good. This is positive. And he got a job working at a bike shop, working on motorcycles. I wonder why is it just a temporary job? You wonder that. I wonder 
Why did Ronald pay $3,000 to get his bike fixed if he knows how to fix bikes? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> so where did that money go, Ronald? Where did it really go? Yeah. I look if you at know how you, to fix bikes. You, I don't think you are a junior detective. I think you are like a mid-level. Have I graduated? Mid-level. Look at me graduating. That's a really great point. Yeah. I, mean, I think I think he maybe he fixed his own bike and spent that money on something else. Oh, yeah. If we're going to be completely honest Gambling. on this podcast. If we're going to be completely honest. Because yeah. if someone can fix bikes, why would you pay someone else to do the job that you can do? And I don't think you pay 3000 for parts. That sounds like you're paying 3000 for labor because $3,000 worth of parts, that's a new bike. That's a Is new it? Motorcy- that's a new motorcycle. I guess. Yeah. So... He explains, oh, I got this new job. Come on, be happy. This is good for us. And Tiffany says, I want to be happy, but come on. You got a job like every 30-year-old man Mm -hmm. has. And true, okay, true, respect that. But not every 30-year-old man struggles with addiction. So not a counselor, not a specialist, but... I feel like you should probably celebrate these tiny victories. I would imagine when someone who's gone through or is going through what Ronald has gone through, when he does something that is an achievement, like gets a job, Mm -hmm. positive reinforcement, you should probably celebrate that. That makes sense. Celebrate that little victory Give him some positive reinforcement so that he stays on that track. And he goes, oh, look, I'm doing good things. And my wife, my family, they support it. They're happy for me. They're excited for me. This guy gets a job and she's like, every 30. Well, I didn't even hold in my fart like Ronald (laughs) would have. But she's like, every 30-year-old has a job. Woo-hoo. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're you're making some good points. has addiction. So You're making some good points. I feel like this... This is a tough relationship altogether. He's mm-hmm. in South Africa. She's in the U.S. She's with the kids. He has a criminal past and struggles with addictions. Yeah. So it's not as easy for him to come. So the only way uh. they can see each other is if she goes. But again, even let's say they have all the money. Flying with kids must be tough. Yikes. I once flew with my cousins. They were three or four. And it was a disaster. Like I got puked on twice. Oh. I was, it was not pleasant. So, mm. and I had, you know, my aunt and my uncle were with me. I was just helping them because we were flying to the same destination. Yeah. I, I must be tough for her too. So Completely. like, I don't want to give her too much shit, but no. yes, what you said made no. sense. No, of course she deserves some support and some help. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But when Ronald secures work, something you've been asking him to do, and making a deal of, well, why don't you get a job? Why don't you make some money? And he does. Don't then diminish it and go, man, every 30-year-old has a job. Yeah. Go, oh, wow, that's a great first step. Let's build on that. That's true. Okay, Tiffany, if you listen, because we know Mike does, if you listen, all right, <laughs> so, a little piece of advice. Tiffany, right. if you listen, let's, this is what we think. Let's talk. Let's talk about our last couple of the evening. Last but not least. Our last couple of the day. Brendan and Julia. Hello, Julia. In Hello, the kitchen. Hello, farm animals. In the kitchen trying to enjoy her tea. 
There she is. There she's making an appearance. Betty buzzes in. Isn't it weird that this season there's really no Betty or no Ron? A, I, little, a little bit of A them. little bit. And I hate to say it, but not enough. Not enough, Ron Not and Betty. enough for me. Because this couple's a little bit of a snoozer. Brandon and Julia, this is episode four. Kind of a snoozer. And I go, what happened? Because last season... They were all the rage. I was like, give us more Brandon and Julia. And then I realized, oh, this season, there's really no Ron and Betty. That is true. So bring on the Ron and Betty. Well, here Betty comes. Betty comes into the kitchen while Julia's sipping on her tea. And she's like, you ready to go? You ready to go, Julia? I'm not paying you to sit on your ass and drink tea. Actually, I'm not paying you at all. I'm not paying you at all, Julia. Let's go. We got a lot of work to do. And okay. We need to feed the horses, the sheep, the goats, the lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. So much to do. All the animal emojis that you have in your All the animal emojis need to be fed. All of them. So Julia is feeling very stuck. She's stuck on the farm. Nothing has changed. She still hasn't heard about her green card. So let's cut to Julia. She hasn't learned to speak horse. She hasn't learned to speak English. <laughs> she probably learned to speak horse a little since she's doing this. They're probably like, nay. That's the only thing she can say. That's not a horse. What does a horse do? Eehaw. Eehaw. That's what a donkey does. I know you. I know when we went horseback riding, you did not get a horse. You got a mule. But horses go, nay. No, they do not. They say, eehaw. Eehaw. Okay. Donkeys just go, Mm. Okay. Um. Not planned. Not something we planned. <laughs> but this is this is a this is a party game we do when we are around. It's called animals. The segment. This is called animal noises. The segment. And okay. Apparently, animals in the Czech Republic make different mo- noises than animals do here. Oh in yeah, a- they do. America. So we just learned in Czech horses. Say, Yee-haw. and Yee-haw. in America they go nay. Okay, oh, let's think it about means it. like they're very negative. Let's just do a couple. Let's do very a couple. negative animals. Let's do a couple. Okay, in America, pigs go oink oink <laughs> oink oink. <laughs> in Czech, which is more accurate, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> pigs go quink quink. Queen, queen, queen. <laughs> I mean, that's way more adorable. Queen, queen, queen. It's way more adorable. Queen, queen. Take it easy over there. Take it easy. In America, cows go moo. Mm-mm. And check, cows go boo. Oh, that's close, though. Let's just moo with a B. Yeah. Let's moo with, okay. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to stump you. I'm trying to think of one that's the same. Thanksgiving. Oh. Uh, well, this is the grand finale. Mm-hmm. This is the grand finale. Okay. Do you have anything in mind in between? We can do a frog. I was going to do frog. Yeah. Let's do a frog. In America, frogs go ribbit, ribbit. Have you ever seen a frog? <laughs> yeah. In Czech, frog goes quang, 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 quang. Okay. And then the most surprising, the one we always finish with at dinner parties, <laughs> is in America... Turkeys go gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> Always cracks me up. And check, turkeys go hudri, 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 hudri. That's a hudri, terrifying, hudri. that's a terrifying turkey. What does a tofurkey do? 
Doesn't exist. We doesn't exist. No vegetarians in Lame. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, back to Brandon and Julia. Julia's walking around. She's just <laughs> dumping feed on all of the animal pens. I wonder what animals, what noises they make in Russia. I don't know. I think probably it's probably to closer to mine. Yeah. Yeah. Probably similar to yours. So Julia's like, my dream isn't to be a farmhand. I have a degree in design. I want to do something with that or I want to be a wedding planner. Okay. That's good. That's good. It's good to have... Some dreams, some aspirations. Dreams, exactly. Yeah, get off the farm. So, new day. Julia, still no green card, but she does have some job leads. For her future step, as she says. That's good, though. It's She's planning ahead. We always said, like, oh, before you came to America, you should have started learning English. Yeah. Or, right? So now before you have a green card, you're looking into work. Or even, like, when you it's land good. in America, you have 90 days. Learn something. Start then. So she started looking into wedding planning around Richmond. She got in contact with a woman, Christine, who is a wedding planner. And Christine's going to help her and teach her what she's going to need to know to have a career in the future. Christine is all about a free advertising of 90. Okay. So I'm glad you say that because Julia gets in this Uber. She heads to town. It's Urban Set Bridal. Yes, and you, you know why I said it? Before we move forward, yeah. I said it because my understanding was that this was almost like a job interview. Mm. Julia put it that way. Like, oh, you know, I sent my resumes everywhere. I heard back from Christine. Yeah. And she said, I can meet her. So she, she was bringing all her stuff to show <laughs> her. Yeah. So I thought this is almost like an interview that she would be honest. Like, I'm still waiting for my paperwork, but this is what I'm interested in. Well, here's why I think Christine is all about okay. that free advertising. Because Christine works at Urban Set Bridal, mm-hmm. a bridal shop in Richmond. Yep. What, what does Julia want to do? She wants to be a wedding planner. Not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. One's a dress shop, and I would never go to a dress shop and have that person plan no, my wedding. No, but they might have, there might be this whole company like, all right, we have this bridal shop, we have wedding planners. Like, you know how people love packages when it mm-hmm. comes to weddings? Mm-hmm. And luckily, when we got married, yep. part of our package was a wedding coordinator. From the venue. Yes, but she was not great. From, not from Joanne's bridal no, or no, wherever no, no. you got your dress. But it was a part of the package. So I'm sure maybe Joanne's bridal is not the only company she owns. Maybe she owns Joanne's, I don't wedding know, catering, planning? catering, wedding planning. <laughs> then she should have said that. I was like, why are you going to a dress shop to learn how to be a wedding planner? Maybe it's like all in one. Like married couple and we know it, love... You're when giving it, Christine, when you're it's giving Christine easy. way too much credit. Well, I don't, but I Christine feel like... Christine some free publicity. Oh, she for sure did. But what I'm saying is that when it comes to weddings, it's a lot of work. No oh, matter yeah. what, no matter how much help you have, it's a lot of work. So people love this bundle deals. So if her bundle means, mm-hmm. oh, you get a dress and I'll plan your wedding, hello, <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Who knows how they do it in Dinwiddie? You know how they do it in Virginia. Yeah. So anyway, Julia sits down with Christine. Julia's going through her resume, talking about all the jobs she's had. She's done everything. She did. And I I was just, all I was thinking was like, girlfriend, you need to brush up on your English a little bit. Coming from a foreigner, I think it's okay to say it. You mean when she said, I've even worked for the person who says, you go prison. 
You go prison. <laughs> huh? Wait, what? A judge? You what? What did you what did you do with well, the judge? She was saying everything she is. She's like, I worked I worked for hostess. I worked for dancer. And it's like, no, you did not. <laughs> I worked for a person who says you go prison. Is you go prison the same <laughs> as you go Russia? Because it's probably not think, too far. Well, and again, I don't want to make fun of her because she's doing pretty well for someone who just landed. Mm-hmm. But she needs to brush up on her English mm-hmm. because I work for a dancer. She could just be like, I worked as a dancer. Just look at you. Just swap with those articles. A, yeah. Swap a few words, yeah. add an article. Stop like, Stop brushing those horses and start brushing up on your English. But I, you know what? I might be a little bit of her fault, but it's mostly Brandon's fault. He needs to spend time with her and help her with it because she doesn't know. How right. is he supposed right. to know? No, he, he should. I didn't know. He should. He needs to correct her. He needs to correct her in a encouraging way, in mm-hmm. a supportive way. And we talked about it when we watched the episode and you said, Brandon needs to correct her. And I said, yeah, I probably wouldn't correct you if we were on camera. I would probably be like, well, people are going to be like, oh, why is he correcting her? So maybe he's correcting her off I hope camera. He, I hope he is because it does help when your significant other helps you out. And the only reason I correct you the way I do is because you told me when we met. Yeah. You lived here for how many years at that point? Six, seven, mm-hmm. six. six, five, six. You five, were like, six. You were like, nobody corrected me. Very true. Everybody told me my English was great. And I was like, oh, well. But I asked you <laughs> to because I knew it wasn't. Yeah. And so I said, well, okay, that's not the case. You have a couple of things yeah. we can address. And but I- the fact that everyone told you your English was great did you a disservice. I it did totally, you a disservice. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I wish people were correcting me from the day one. Yeah. I'm happy you do it. Sometimes I feel like it's difficult for me because you correct me on things that I think I got and I don't. Right. So that's why I get frustrated with myself. Sure. But I, yeah, I totally appreciate it. I love that you do it. And my English, since the day I met you, all the way up to this point, yeah. improved like 500%. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Well, let me correct you on this podcast then. Do it. In front of everyone. Let's, 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 show, let's show everyone how we do it. Okay. A turkey goes gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is not the correction okay. I'm looking for. <laughs> that is turkey not it. Turkey goes gobble, gobble. Teresa. Next time we go to check, we're going to go to see some oh, turkeys. Oh, we totally should. They're going to be like, hoodry, 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 Jonathan. Hoodry, hoodry. Okay. So anyway, back to Julia and Christine. Christine's dropping some knowledge, telling Julia what it takes to become a wedding planner. I don't know how Christine knows. She knows how to sell dresses, but okay. She brings up weddings can be stressful. And she's like, how would you deal with someone who misunderstands you during all the stress of a wedding? And that's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's like on our wedding day, there was a lot of things that we needed to get together. And if the person I was trying to coordinate with could not communicate mm-hmm. with me, that's just more stress. Yeah. So very, good very point. True. Good point, Christine. Good point. Okay. So Julia says, I want to start from the bottom and I want to work my way up. Good. It's Unlike nice Andre. Yeah, nice to hear on this episode. Andre, listen to your fellow 90 dayer. So Christine gives her similar insight and, and pointers to what we were saying is you probably need to brush up on your English and that's going to help you. And then also figure out a way to break into the wedding community, which I thought was sort of a weird thing to say because that's why she's talking to you, Christine. Mm-hmm. 
she thinks you're going to help her break in. And here's Christine also, going, I'm break sure, in, find a way to break in. I'm sure Christine does know her immigration status. So mm-hmm. in the meanwhile, while she's waiting, she could start making some connections. Very true. So, okay, new day. Brandon is pulling an Asuelu. He's playing video games while Julia is doing the dishes. And Julia, not happy, comes into the room, tells Brandon, I'm always helping out around the house. I'm helping out around the farm. And you're just playing video games. So Julia's like, here's what I have been doing. I met with Christine. I'm trying to figure out something I can do with my life. And here's what she told me. She told me, I need to work on my English and I need to start networking. I need to meet with some people so I can build a network in the community. And Brandon's like, oh, you need to meet people. How about Melanie? He just pulls out Melanie out of nowhere. Like we know Melanie. Like she knows Melanie. Oh, why didn't you say you needed a friend? How about Melanie? Well, Melanie lives nearby. Why not? Melanie. Why not? Is Melanie slut? Well, Julia loses it. Is Melanie sexier than me? Can Melanie pull off a bra under a camo jacket the way I can? <laughs> yeah, Melanie. Melanie might be a little too foxy. Brandon was like, oh, too foxy. Might be a little too foxy <laughs> for Julia. Brandon was like, well, you know, if you need friends, you can start with mine. Yeah. It's yeah. like, dude, I just know how you say. You can say, oh, let me introduce right. you to my friends. Right. I'm not going to... Let me loan out Melanie. I can loan out Melanie to you if you're looking for a friend. But he also said, I knew about Julia's jealous side. Mm-hmm. Here we it go. never came Here out. Here we go. Here it we go. It was coming out so hard. Uh, maybe this is the Jekyll and Hyde we were promised. Oh, yes. It took a season, but ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Dr. <laughs> Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mrs. Hyde. Mm. You know? <laughs> that was like a Keith Morrison in unison. So, okay. Julia does not want to be friends with Melanie. She thinks it's his ex. She wants like, her own at, friends. Yeah. She wants her own friends. It's like, look at Brandon. He's... Brandon's only ex is Betty. Um. Yes. He looks like the elf on the shelf. Like, come on. Come on. So, he's like, all right. You don't want to meet up with Melanie? I'll go alone. I can. <gasps> no, no. Now all of a sudden, Julia is DTF. Now like, she's down to fuck up his good it's time. It's like you are. We are married, and you. Okay, I'm gonna go back because I need Uh-oh. to. I need to hear accent. We are married, Brandon, and you are mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl. Say, say good Foxy. For you. Say Foxy in that accent. Foxy. No, in, in your, say, is, Foxy. is Melanie Foxy? Melanie is Foxy. <laughs> Foxy. I love how she used that word, Foxy. I loved it, too. It's like, where did you hear it? Yeah. In the so strip club? So, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Um, That's it. That's it. That's the episode. That's it. Let's wow. end it with Foxy. Foxy Lady. Oh. Jimi Hendrix. Shout out to the Nicole Naz and Journey. Foxy Lady. It's uh, Jimi Hendrix. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What What does the fox say? That's very true. In Czech, what does the fox say? Because in America, it goes. Eh, 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 eh. I think it's probably the same. According to like, the song. Eh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anywho, wow, we have talked a lot. 
But a lot. We have reached the end. That was fun. I had a good time. Yeah, this was, was a good episode. I, I have told to agree you with you. It was a good episode. I don't know why you didn't trust me. Listen, I always feel like I watch it. I watch it again. I yeah. organize my thoughts. Uh-huh. But sometimes until you and I deeply discuss it on this podcast. You don't realize how good it is. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. I understand. I understand. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed. For sure. Thank you for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Smash the subscribe button. You guys, smash it like it's very, very hot. Also follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. And if you haven't left a review, now would be a great time to do it. Like Lexi did it. Lexi NG, shout out to you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Lexi. Thank you for that amazing. Honestly, thank you for that amazing review. Beautiful. That, that probably made our week, maybe our it, month. It sure did. So thank you. Um, That's it. That's all for now. Yeah. Anything else to say? I think I said it all. I think I said oh, it a lot. You you said more than enough <laughs> today. There is. You said more than enough. You did you a d- bunch of animal sounds. You did too. You did a bunch of animal sounds. I like that. You told animal us about sounds the segment. Animal sounds the segment. You told us about all the animals you killed. Animal deaths the Let's segment. Let's not go there. Animal murders the segment. That's not a new segment. It's not. No, because you killed them all. It's really it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That segment has come to an unfortunate end. We will not be doing animals this segment anymore. That's it. That's all. Um, yeah. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.